This right, is a Andy, goddamn what? train wreck so far. Nobody is on the right page. Everybody and welcome to the best podcast you're gonna hear today, this week, this month, maybe even this year. <gasps> welcome to the Sketchy Nonsense Best of 2017 podcast. We're here to bring you the sketchies. This is the best of the year. You're kind of late on this one, fuck asses. You, you, you f- big idiots. Are we still doing this? What, dude? This is a lifestyle choice to hate our audience. Okay. You want to love them no. and appreciate. I'm not what doing a diet. Do. I'm changing my whole way of living. Okay. Well, let's just put it this way: two of us love you, one of us hates you. One of us that loves you, me, Andy Altaus, joined by the second person who loves you, the lovely Shane Souls. Who loves you, baby? And then the one person hey. who hates you, Nick Haynes. Who cares? Me hate you, long time. That's right. I'm Nick Haynes, and you can go fuck yourselves. Fuck yourselves. We should get a soundboard. Yeah, we need a soundboard. Eventually. That's what I've been we'll saying. I, we'll that's what there. I told you to do years You've ago. You never said that. We'll I don't get there. Know if I've we got that. We got that sweet Patreon get money the tape. rolling in. Oh yeah, yeah. Patreons. Oh, thank you. You have made this year financially sustainable. You have exceeded your allotted time to listen to this podcast. Uh, to continue Shane? listening to the podcast. Shane, what's going on here? Oh, Please insert one dollar. Oh, Shane, Shane, damn it. Shane, what's happening? Just put money. Why, why is it buffering? You have exceeded your bandwidth for this podcast. Uh, do they usually put messages, audio messages To continue like listening that? to this podcast. Oh, they do now. Please why insert this, one dollar. They do why now. is this like a collect call? It's, I mean, it kind of is. Why, Shane? Why? why what happened? Well, what no happened? money detected. Your podcast oh. will now end. Oh, Goodbye. No. Oh. Oh. We just gotta do the show with that sound in the background. Okay, now. all right. It's like a water. It's like a watermark. <laughs> Did you <laughs> an audio watermark? Yeah. Did you guys insert money? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. I Don't mean, I put I put like a one of them Indian nickels in there. You know, my grandma. Uh, that's that's worth a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. You what? put it. You put it in the the big ass slot in the front. Yeah. Yeah. The, the big ass slot. The big uh, slot in yeah, the front. Yeah, put a big ascot in the big ass slot. Freddy. There we go. All right. <laughs> took, took him a second. <laughs> he did get fingered, though. Yeah. Oh. That's the movie I never thought I'd have to think of again. Yeah, I know. But Shane, Shane, why, why, why might a podcast be buffering in this day and age? Shane? It's a dream, right? We're in a dream. It, it was all a dream. We used to read Word Up magazine. Yeah, with a bubble goose. Salt Eating a bunch of salad cream. <laughs> Heavy D up in the museum. So net neutrality is not a thing anymore. Oh. Yeah. Today, the FCC killed the neutrality of the internet. Yeah. Don't worry. According to the FCC, I mean, they made it sound like I was wrong this whole time. Oh, absolutely. That it's I'm on the other side of the fence now. I'm flipped. Didn't you hear that one guy said? He said this is a great day to yeah, be on. He said, he, 
He said this is a good thing to happen for... And you know what? When somebody tells me it's a good thing... Yeah. It's got to be, right? He's telling me it's going to create innovation, Shane. It's going to create... You can't lie on the internet. It, yeah. It, he says it won't change. It was fine in 2015. It'll be just like 2000... We're going back. We're going yeah. back to 2015. I would love to go back to 2015. Thank you, Obama. <laughs> I would love that. We uh, can undo it. We can start over. No, there's no going back. No we just back. get to live with it. There ain't no coming back. Welcome yeah. to the beginning of the end, folks. And speaking of that, what is this show the beginning of? The year-long tradition. We've done it once before. It's officially a tradition now. Yes. Yeah. Because we're doing it again. Again. Andy, why are we here? We're here to give you, the people, the sketchies. And that is our picks for the best of 2017. The things we liked the most that happened during the year. We have a laundry list of categories that we're going to go over for you over this and the next show. That's right, folks. You got a two-parter headed your way because there's just too much goddamn stuff to cover in one show. They do it in the movies. Might as well do it here, too. Yeah, we have have too many beers. We have too much tent. We don't want to fucking fill your tent so much that you're just, uh, uh. You got to leave room in that tent hole. Oh, there's got to be a little... A little wiggle room in that tent for you. You know what I mean? I don't know what's happening, but I'm very aroused. Oh, Good. Mission yeah. accomplished. All right. So diving right in. First item on the docket. First category. What do we got? Oh, well, we got something that we're, and we're just going to dive dick deep in it, right? Yeah. Dick uh, the deep. All right. Dick the dick. Oh, man. Now I'm doing a rap. Yeah. And I'm going to stop. Oh, that's good. Well, you know, ironically, the first order of business is beer, my friends. Beer. Yeah, we're not Wait. gonna we're not gonna fuck around with Wait. you today. Beer. Oh, yeah. Beer. 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 Yeah. Where are you, where are you going with this? We gotta do the thing we do every oh my show. God. Are you joking? How could we possibly forget? Ooh. No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't get beer. You're right. You didn't want to forget your old pal, Mr. Fingernails, Why on the best of did this podcast. Did you? Happen. Huh? Huh? I let him in. Why? I like him. Why would you do this? He called me up. He said, hey, we're doing a podcast. You want to come over here and jam your fingers in my best friend's urethra? Yep. Hmm? I sold you out. Why? Yeah. For what? Well, the FCC does it. Might as well do it, too. That's not how so, that works. Uh, I'm going to just need you to pull down your little pantaloons. Oh, and I'll get my fingernails up in the urethra. Mr. Fingernails, while you're doing that, okay. I'm going to hit I'm gonna hit this song. So you go ahead and do that while the song's playing, it's okay? It's like an extra long catheter. Like four feet of catheter. That's too long. Mm, All right, boys and girls. I don't have the room. You ready, Shane? No. Beer of the week. Stop it. Beer of the week. Your urethra is nice and weak. Don't you smile, just be meek. Ooh. All right, fingernails, Ooh. take a back seat. Let Nick All come right. back. 
I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go run outside. I think I saw a dog get hit by a car. I think I have magical powers. I could bring him back to life, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll just have a dead dog in my apartment. That's probably what's gonna happen. He's so bad. Oh my god. Why does he exist? Ugh. <laughs> oh my god passed out during the beer of the week song guys i am an alcoholic so i apologize uh listen to it back okay all right i'll go back to it all right so this wait, why, wait, why is she why is shane crying i mean when is he not crying yeah that's fair that's a good point all right uh we got our beer of the week and you know what we're bringing back an old-timey tradition old-timey old-timey tradition here here's here's some Here's some Neosporin for your bleeding cock. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know why he's having it like letting it sit out. Yeah. You know, most women put that shit away. Oh yeah. That's just the Neosporin on it. Yeah, that's just some Neosporin. Oh, I'm sorry, that's toothpaste. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of toothpaste that turns you into a screaming Asian man. <laughs> Not a Jewish one. You always go Jewish with it. No, come on. I feel like we gotta beep that. No, we're definitely. Can't say dick. He can't say that. No, it's all going. Trust me. Oh, racist toothpaste brought to you by <laughs> racist toothpaste. Oh shit! I've it's been using that for weeks. <laughs> I, did you get in trouble at work? <laughs> I don't have a job anymore. I wonder why. I don't know, but my breath feels fresh. Your teeth are real white. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep, never mind. I'm going to skip a few things. All right, so we're bringing back an old-timey tradition. We got the mystery cooler of doom back here. Oh, no. And it's especially doomy because what's the temperature out right uh, now? It's, uh, it's uh, half past fucking freezing. Uh, according to my calculator, uh, eight degrees. So it is eight degrees. Eight Fahrenheit right now, yeah. Yeah. which is like negative something Celsius, just in case you're reading this in any place other than America. Like 70. Yeah, exactly. Not negative 70. Close. No. Do the math. No. Okay. Okay. And Nick went outside, filled a little styrofoam cooler full of snow. You know it. And put the beer at the bottom. Oh, yeah. So Shane's going to have to reach oh, his hands. It's good packing snow. Yeah, it's, it's good, good for snowballs. It's good for snowballs. I'm going to put a rock in this one. So, oh. Shane. I'm going to put a beer in this one. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Shane, why don't you read in that mystery cooler of doom? Here we go. And pick go. the first of four beers. Oh, it's cold. Oh, they're all the way at the bottom. They are all the oh, way at the bottom. Man, yeah. Legitimately awful. Oh, I can't get a hold of one. Yeah, feel free to <laughs> scoop it out onto that towel yeah, there. You're... Oh, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> how you doing there, pal? That's all right. I'll be next. So, yeah, we'll take. We'll do. You're gonna have to do two, but we'll each. We'll do one. Oh, all right. It's so cold. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Here, wipe it on the uh, towel down there. It's a uh, yeah. Oh damn! Don't or do don't. That. Do you listen? It's too far away. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You big baby. It's also not a towel. It's a bath mat. What's the difference? <laughs> Yeah, I use my bath mat as my towel. What's so a towel but a bath mat? Oh. Yeah. Whew. What's a bath mat but a window? All right, we got a beer. <laughs> we 
<laughs> what? <laughs> we got a beer. We got a beer, and what a beer we have. And like oh. I said, we're doing four beers. We're doing two this show, two next show. Uh, so we're going to be hitting it harder than a motherfucker. So, uh, what, Shane, tell us kind of what you got here. So, yep. I don't see English on this bottle. There's no English on this bottle um, whatsoever. Product of Germany. I do see that. So that's a plus. What language is it written in? German. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, I'm going to attempt to read this. Oh, here we, here we go. Let me get my robot voice activated. Echt Schlenkerlerrauchbier. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what it says on the front. May I? Ugh. Huh. Andy likes enough. to pretend that he speaks German. <laughs> so, uh, let, what do you got going there, pal? Echt Schlenkerlerrauchbier. Ooh, that sounds exotic. Mm. It's a Brauerei Heller Bomberg. Maybe that's the people who make it. Original uh, Schlenkerla Schmokbier. I did manage to find the website for the beer. Oh, oh, is it in English? It is. Okay, all right, all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oschletira. It's not English. That's not English. Schlenkirl. Sh- I'm trying to pronounce the beer. Schlenkirla. Schlenkirla. The history smoked beer. The historic smoked beer brewery. In the middle of the old part of Bamberg, directly beneath the mighty cathedral, one can find the historic smoked brewery Schlenkirla. First mentioned in 1405, and now run by the Trumma family in the sixth generation. It is the foundation of original Schlenkerla smoke beer. Mm-hmm. The smoked beer is here at the brewery tavern being tapped directly from old wooden barrels according to tradition. Even if the brew tastes somewhat strange at the first swallow, do not stop. I never stop swallowing. Because soon you will realize that your thirst will not Seems. decrease and your pleasure Whoa. will visibly increase. What? What? Does this beer give us boners? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. I did find... Also, let me pull it up real quick here. I always wanted a boner. Just one? Yeah, just one in my life would do. Yeah. Yeah. For once in my life, I just wanted a boner. I did find uh, some information here on Rate Beer, which does give a pretty decent, sure. simple description. Sure, sure. First tapping every first Tuesday in October, uh-huh. which is interesting. A bitter smoke beer for the strong beer season, October through December. Measured, matured for weeks in the deep rock cellar and tapped freshly from oakwood cask. Mm. Fucking fancy schmancy. So this is what apparently is a type of beer known as a smoke beer, which I have never had. I've never had anything from a casket. Not Um, a casket. Not a casket. Yeah. Cask. You said from a casket. Nope. I didn't. It smells weird. It smells like it's from a casket. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It smells, get your nose in there. Nick, what smell, does it smell like? It smells, uh, it smells spicy. It smells smoky. It smells get, smoky, smoke. a little bit of spice. It smells like meat. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it smells like bad beef jerky. Well, let's give it a taste. I'm scared. How about we? I'm scared. You yeah, got to try something new. I know. Exactly. All right. In you, three- 2018, you're the smoke beer. Yeah, yeah. You have the, yeah, it's the, the new sour. <laughs> it's coming. We're first... <laughs> We're breaking ground here. Exactly. All right. Three, two, one. Huh. Very smoky. 
Yeah, this tastes like oh. <laughs> this tastes like a weird beer that was left in, in a, a VFW hall in like the 1980s <laughs> when the, people were just smoking all the time. It's very smoky. It's it, very smoky. It's like a sm- it's like smoked meat. It is. It's definitely like smoked meat. It has like a salty smokiness to it like jerky like a smoked jerky <laughs> yeah no it i think that's one of the best ways to describe this beer is it the aftertaste is that of smoked jerky yeah <laughs> very dark very very dark brown very filtered not a lot too. Of, not a lot of head but the beer itself is actually pretty good and easy to drink yeah it there's goes not right down. there's not a lot of carbonation no, no it's got a very low ibu um yeah it's just a very smooth beer it's, it's just huh. It's that taste that gets you. I wouldn't want to drink more than one. No. But I would enjoy drinking the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could, I could definitely drink one of these and be all right with it. If any of our listeners are German, let us know if this is a common thing in Germany. Yeah. Because yeah. this Curious. tastes like it'd be a very common beer. I could see that. In yeah. Germany. I agree. Th- this is good hmm. find. It's an interesting find. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not something I ever thought would be out there. <laughs> no, not in, at all. In the flavor. We've had a lot of huh. weird flavor of beers. Yes. Um, not smoke. That's new. Yeah, that's Smoked very beer. new. I don't get it so much as when I'm tasting it. No, it's more it's as after. more as when I'm breathing after yeah, I taste the it. aftertaste. The after effects you get yeah. that real deep smokiness to it. Very Absolutely. interesting. I wonder yeah. how you get that kind of flavor. <laughs> they just drop a bunch of like half-eaten beef jerky <laughs> oh. <laughs> sticks, some Jack Link's peppered beef jerky. I feel uh, like looking they... at the page more, it, it does talk about a smoke malt. So I wonder if the malt itself before it goes it's into smoked. the beer is smoked, and that's kind of where the flavor transfers over. That would make sense. It it's, almost tastes mm. like it's in like a fireproof barrel, Yeah. and they put it in like a butcher shop, and then they just light the butcher shop on fire. <laughs> I drink that beer. You are. Awesome. Yeah, that's literally what we're drinking at it's, this current moment. It's uh, 5.4% as well, I believe. So yep, that's, it's, Not too it, much alcohol. It tastes but... lower, I'll say that. It does. It does taste like a lower uh, APV, uh, ABV, ABV. Uh, well, God, I gotta go. <laughs> APB. I got an APB on me, boys. Uh, no, this is. It's a weird, solid, unique beer. Yeah, give it. A, if if you see this, give it a shot. Absolutely. Give it a shot. Good luck remembering it. Give it a shot. Absolutely. Rachbier. At the top, it says Product of Jordan Reedney, original Schlenkerla smoke beer. Yeah, no, I drink this. Drink this, everyone. If you can find it, drink it. It's Yeah, it's one of the, it, like you said, it's one of those ones that I would drink once, and I'll probably never drink this again. <clears throat> yeah, if if I see it and I knew I was hanging out with like a bunch of people, and I was like, oh, there's a kind of weird beer I want to bring for everybody to try. Yeah. This would be it. Yeah, because it's not anything like too out. Like the flavor isn't too out there to where like somebody would be like extremely yeah. opposed to drinking it. I agree. But uh, it's definitely out there. And I think it's definitely one of the ones where you probably want it in a glass and not the bottle. Yeah, definitely. You really get that. that aroma. Definitely. All right. Uh, it comes in a one pint, one pint bottle, a yeah. single bottle. I uh, got it at the beer store not too far from where I live, and it was four ninety nine. That's not bad for so not a, bad for, for a, a different type of beer. Yeah, and it is imported you know, straight from Germany, oh, which, is, which is nice. Yeah, beer guys, beer. it's good for you. Prost. What? That's German for cheers. Smoke beer. Kikrogen. No, stop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Scheibuff. 
I try, I try to say something that's actual German because it relates to the beer. Sure, uh, me too. I'm just trying to speak German. And then you guys are just, oh, oh let's do some gags. Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's like a weird OCD thing I've had lately. Whenever anybody says the word gag. <laughs> you started doing that before he said I it. I knew. I can <laughs> sense when people are going to say You can tell it's about to say the word what, What's your problem? Gag. <laughs> Gag. Man, that was a dumb gag. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. My ear, I, my ears were plugged. We were doing a bit. <laughs> oh, smoke. Okay. Yeah. Andy, stop smoking. All smoke. right. Moving on. We got our first topic of the night. Yeah, we're going to talk about the first topic, which is what? It's beer. Don't be an asshole. God, pick up. We went over this. We talked about it. Let's move along, people. So the first topic we're going to go over tonight. Ooh, I wonder what it is. How about we do beer? No. Wait, what? Move on. What? No. <laughs> what? I th- Did you not want to do beer? Yes, absolutely we're going to do beer. Do you want to do, do, do beer? Yeah, we just did beer. All right, next topic. All right. All right. <laughs> this is a fucking train wreck. Right oh, now. you mean favorite beer. Yeah. Oh. That's right, folks. We're here to tell you what we believe our favorite beer of this year was. And this year, we got in more beers than we did last year because we only started doing this like halfway through the year, not even last I year. I mean, just by numbers alone, obviously we had more beers. Yeah, we definitely had more beers. In fact, I think we had the amount written down. I have it here. Give me, uh, keep how talking. many Give me one crazy second. number of beers did we do? Yeah, Andy. Like, how, it's got to be a lot. It's got to be. in the like the the upper number region. Yeah, the upper number region yep. um, like, not of the, the stratosphere. Yeah, not low numbers. Yeah. Those so, are rookie numbers. Rookie. You got to get those numbers snooky. up. Snooky. Look at this cookie. What does that mean? What are you saying? I have a cookie. You want oh. It? I didn't say gag. No, I was deep throwing the cookie. So how many beers do you think we we had? 50, 60. 58. On the nose. It's because you saw it. Yeah, that's because I saw it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, in fact, I'd be wrong. I didn't have the number written down, though. I would be wrong. 59. But I, can, I can count Excel cells <laughs> by their number on the side. I am not a fucking idiot. Well, you got to understand, though, we also had... Uh, the unibrow, the German flight. We had the unibrow piss beer that was awful. <laughs> there uh, was there were six of them. Yeah, there was too many bad beers. It was so bad. Too many. So we had a ton. Minus the coffee, though. Did you take out the coffee? No, no, the coffee that's, was that's including there. the coffee. <laughs> well, that's not beer. Well, okay, so you take Coffee's away the coffee, beer. you count the German flight, you're back to fifty-eight <laughs> essentially. So, how many sponsored beers do you think we had? Thirty. Two. 32. <laughs> no. No, we had approximately 16. Uh, no. How many? 26. That's wow. Closer. 26 that's... beers sponsored by that's... our various sponsors. That's so 20, nice I should say 26 beers and coffees sponsored okay. by our okay. sponsors. So nice of them. All right. Yeah. It, thank you, sponsors, so much. Yeah. So let's. I actually do want to take this moment to do a shout out to them because they really kind of helped us move along in our. In our uh, 
I'll say our emphases, emphasis, emphysema, our our first year. So special shout out to Arcadia Ales, Shorts Brewery, Perrin Brewery, Brewery, uh, Ballast Point, and Prospectors Cold Brew Coffee. Those are our sponsors for the year. Thank you guys. Yeah, guys, you you did awesome. You all sent us a bunch of free stuff. You didn't question what for or what our age was. <laughs> yeah, nobody, none of these people asked us for any kind of valid it ID. It was don't. See that wonderful, it was amazing. Uh, but we we had so many. I don't know if we want to read them all off because 50 is a lot to read off. Do you want me to read them all off? No, it's too too many. We're gonna talk about our favorite. This is the favorite beer. Let's talk about just our favorite. We've had so many good ones. Andy, why don't you kick us off with your top three favorites? Your number one, of course, being your number one. So I'm gonna Thank actually you for explaining how your first work, Nick. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. My third pick of my third favorite beer this year was one from our sponsors, and it was one that was rushed out to us when we ran out of beer when they from the beer that they gave us. <gasps> yep. And this was a beer that nobody had yet. They had just rolled this off the line. Fancy. And we pretty much got like some of the first public taste of this beer. Yeah, that was pretty cool, I yeah. gotta admit. The coolest. And a lot of that contributed to the beer, but the taste and the flavor of this beer kind of pushed it over the edge. And that is, of course, Arcadia Ale's Michigan Berry Vice. Yeah. Very a, good beer. It was a wonderful, wonderful beer. It yeah. was very good. And then <laughs> my my number two beer on this list was kind of... It wasn't the first one to kick off the sour ales because everybody knows that was uh, Critterless. Uh, back about a year ago. Yes. That was what kicked off the sour ale craze for us. Yes. Um, but this was the one that kind of tipped it over the edge and made it li- like, it made it so it's like solid that sour ales was the new thing and it was delicious. And that is, of course, uh, Shorts Brewery Annie Ale 13. Mm, wonderful drink. A very bitter, very sour ale. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, so sour. And my number one pick was actually a beer that we didn't even do on the show. What? I'm kind of surprised. You I... kept a beer from us? Uh, technically, Nick did, because he's the one that found this you beer. You son of a bitch. Sorry, I didn't know. And this is another one from Shorts called Peachy Pom Pom. Oh, I've had that one. Yeah. And this was, a, this again, another sour ale. Hell but of a beer. But it, it was just, it's the, the bitterness of it was perfect, and the taste and the flavor. Uh, everything was so great. It was the epitome of sour ales. It, it was, was a perfect. good blend of fruity with a sour sweetness. Yeah. It was and like, well I'm, balanced. I don't really like peaches, like the, the taste of peaches, but this wasn't very peachy to begin with. So Millions yeah. of peaches. Yeah. Peaches for free. They uh, come from a can. They are put there by a man. Of course they were. So that is my number one pick. Hell yeah, bro. I'm going to send it Hell yeah. over to Nick. All right. Nick, what kind of beers did you like this year? You know, I had there. Were, I had so much to drink this year. I can barely <laughs> remember been, any of it, to be to honest talk to with you. Up. You if keep you're guess, saying that, how many gallons of beer do you think me? you drank? <laughs> uh, gallons? Uh, uh, how much in an Olympic-sized pool? A lot. Uh, three of those. At least. Oh, <laughs> oh there's at least like six gallons in that. Pool. Oh yeah, you're, dead. you're dying. Sure. You're dying. Yeah, we are all dying, Shane. Yeah, but you're like right now yeah. dying. I've had so many beers. I've had more beers than we have on our list because I like to buy the variety pack. There were so many 
goddamn good beers out there. Lots of good beer. So many. Good beer year. And we, and we can really only explore so much here in Michigan. Sure. I mean, there's so much more out there that we can't even get our hands on. We gotta yet. travel for beer. I know. Road We're taking show. this sketchy nonsense on the road, baby. Absolutely. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three is a, a great beer that we had. Uh, earlier this year much earlier this year yes um is red velvet from ballast point Mm -hmm. Uh, this is supposed to mimic like red velvet cake Mm -hmm. i did it very well it was a nitro uh nitro beer oh Oh, yeah that's right yeah and you pour it and it was very smooth very colorful it was Mm. made with beets None of it should have made sense. Isn't that the beer so that good. you you like put the glass over it and then you're supposed to tip it upside yeah, down? Pour yeah, pour as fast as you can. Yeah, pour it as fast as you can. It oh, was God. it was very smooth. It was so good. Yeah. Which you which with a normal beer would be a really bad idea. No, yes. you'd have if you were in a brewery doing that, people would be looking at you funny. Yeah, exactly. And people do that all the time. Uh, That's because you're drinking straight from the casks. Correct. You just uh, drill a hole. I brought the casket with me, and I'm drinking right out of Granny's Drill a casket. hole in the side and put your yeah. mouth to it, and oh yeah, go to town. Dr- drill a so hole when in the my mouth. when the coloscopy bag is stuck in there for <laughs> long enough, it ferments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have a mouth. Yeah. You don't need a second hole. That's not what my dentist thinks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's doing in there? You need an air vent for your mouth exactly it's the only way i have i need an exhaust (laughs) (laughs) it's like a blowhole you should make it come out the backside yeah drill a hole in your neck i will just right i gotta smoke a lot first (laughs) no not that side of your neck the the backside oh yeah i don't i don't like backsides too much they gross me out (laughs) that's fair point all right number two uh is one andy mentioned as well this was uh one of the Better sour ales I've had in my life. Any ale thirteen. Any ale thirteen. Uh, you can't really find it anymore, except for maybe uh, I did find it at, at a place that fills growlers. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, you know, it's a seasonal beer, and it is very, very good by Shorts Brewery, as he talked about. And my number one beer of the year. I could drink this all day and all night. You know what I'm talking about? Because I do. All day and all night I drink. Uh, this one tasted a lot like wine. Uh, as as a lot of people had described to me, I don't drink wine, but it had That's that good. carbonated feel of the beer, sourness of a good sour ale, a good APV. <laughs> APV? <laughs> ABV? Jesus. I don't know what's happening. I mean, it technically means the same thing. Yeah. Um, and that is Sour Wench, mm, Blackberry yes. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Sour Ale uh, by Ballast Point. We just had that recently. Yeah, it was not, not long too ago. long ago. Uh, but I've bought in a couple six packs of that because I really, really loved that beer. It was like drinking goddamn candy. It was so good. Tasty. Yeah, it was very tasty. Good. And now, Shane, what are your favorite beers oh, my of 2017? Uh, number three on my list. We've already mentioned it once, thanks to Andy. But am I Barry Vice? Delicious yeah. beer. We've gone over it, but it was good color, good taste, yeah. really berry flavor, good sour, and the fact that Arcadia was dope enough to let us have it early. Come on, 
Yeah. Come on. It was so good, they delivered it in a growler all the way from the other side of the state on a whim. Like we said, it was before they were <clears throat> bottling it. Yeah, we they yeah. were. You That's can, crazy. Yeah, you can buy it now in a bottle. You should, because it's really good. And uh, we just, we, we got lucky with these guys. Very lucky. Uh, number two on my list was, as Nick had just talked about, Red Velvet. Also a huge fan. It feels really cool just tipping a beer upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Let it do its it, thing. It, it I know. doesn't feel natural. It doesn't. You're doing it and you feel like you're doing ah, something wrong. But it's so good. And we, like, we had so many beers this year. This one, I think, was the only nitro beer. I believe so. Nitro that beers is, are yeah. really cool because they're, they're very smooth. Yeah. They, yeah, they have a very good mouthfeel. Has anybody tried that nitro coffee from. Uh, Starbucks. I've seen it, but I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it yet either. Mm-hmm. From Starbucks? Like you can walk into a Starbucks and get it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a have... nitro coffee. Yep. It's a nitro That's coffee. That's an interesting idea. I've seen the, the scene right talked back. about. <laughs> <laughs> they they sell it in stores too. Oh, okay. They sell nitro coffee in stores too, but you know. What nitrogenated coffee. But what's your number one, Jim? Number one on the list was, again, we've already mentioned it twice, thanks to you two. Annie L13. Very good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Annie L13. So good. So good. I think you're biased. I think you're biased on the name. <laughs> yeah. You just like it because of the name. Yeah, it's you so cuck. Yeah. What, how does that work? Well, because you like touching 13 year olds. That's why oh, you like the that name. That's not a also cuck. what that, that's, that means. That's the worst kind of cuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst kind of cuck. Oh. Um, not going to talk yeah, about yeah, that. The beer's good. Uh, sour ale. And we've talked about it as well. Very. God damn, just good fruitiness. Yeah. yeah. But sour, but not overpowering. It just blends so many things together. So good. And beautiful harmony. And it was like 10%, too. It oh, yeah. It gets high. you fucking <laughs> yeah, drunk. It'll get you uh, the job done. Look forward to seeing it come back, hopefully, before too long. I, I think I try it again. I think I bought two six packs after the show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think I had one or two as well. Uh, Shorts Brewery is not known for bringing many beers back. There's a few. They do every now and then. They just this year, they brought back bloody beer i know that's a terrible idea since the 20 sandals came out in 2013 i know four years they brought it back it's a bloody mary beer try it it was actually pretty good i don't believe you it's pretty good don't believe you you uh, know that that uh what was it mm-hmm. tongues the tongues? tomato beer we had tongues uh, clamato 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 but yeah. not the clam part but yeah. just the tomato juice mordello like that, but a really, really good version of it. I don't know. I still can't get behind that anything. That sounds terrible. It's yeah. actually really good. I, I don't disagree. know. Because it's, it's a Roma tomato flavor versus just kind of gross-ass tomatoes. I've never been to Rome. Cool. And then really good spices added to it, like dill. Spices! <laughs> dill. Um, That's a pickles? pickle. Horserat. Nope. Dill is an herb. No. Bill's, um, <laughs> Bill's a baby. Who's herb? <laughs> It's a good beer. It's, it's not on my beer. list. It's I, good for you. It's not my top three, but no, no, no. Check it out. Okay, so I think that's safe to say it's a beer that makes all three of our list. It does. Are we willing to give it the sketchy award for best beer of 2013? I think so. If we have to come to a consensus, it makes the most sense. And because, like, and like I said, I think it was the beer that kind of like set it in stone that sour ales were the new thing. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, Critterless was the first one, but this oh one God, hit it hard. Oh my God, Critterless was so good. Oh, they should have brought that really back. So, yeah. so the sketchy goes to Shorts Breweries Annie Ale Thirteen. Stop that! Stop that! Oh, Annie Ale Thirteen, so good. Very good. Thank you for Shorts Brew for not providing that one, but 
We bought it anyway. Yeah, we bought it. Because it was good. And it was delicious. Mm. They gave us that. Did no, they? they? I'm pretty sure we've been uh, Yeah, that, no, that was a sponsored beer. Did we have to buy that one? I don't think so. What? Nope, that was a sponsored. I have that? it right here. I, I thought we had to buy that one. I thought we had to buy it. No, it was, the, us... it was the first sponsored beer that we had by them. So I thought for sure it's, we only had the ones that were in the variety pack. And I didn't think that was in a variety pack. Nope. We, I don't know. That was I, such a long time ago. I could be it's, wrong. It's literally right here. Cut all this out. Go back to the sketchy nonsense. I don't believe you. What's PB? Park butt. Pork butt. <laughs> <laughs> what's no 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 the what's a wrestling pay per view? Power, power battle. Power bottom. Wrestling pay per view. PB. Payback. Pork payback. Butt. Thank you. WWE's pork butt. Go back to the payback <laughs> review. It. You know what? It doesn't say it's limited. It does say spring. We'll see. I so hope, that's I, what I, it was I listed hope, on the market. So if it comes crossed. back. Ooh, that's gonna be dangerous. D. I, I have to. I, s- <laughs> I am coming back for it. D. U. I. <laughs> I have to say, I want to give like a short sketchy to Shorts Brewery because uh, unintentionally they are our brewery of the year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Because we had so many of their beers. Yeah, so not including the sponsored beers, we had one, two, three, four, five, six beers by them. Damn. Not too shabby we wabby. Like Shorts Brewery. And that's more than any other brewery everything else we had maybe once we like shorts bro oh we love shorts brewery oh, they yeah. do they do make a ton of unique interesting beers and they're always coming out with new shit oh it's coming out with new, new shit. shit good job shane thank you harmony you guys oh, nailed yeah. it and moving right along to our next award the next sketchy goes towards the category of best Podcast. Ooh, oh yes, my god. And the sketchy goes to sketchy nonsense. <laughs> We're winning our own award because fuck everyone. Moving right along. I couldn't agree more. Well, let's talk about second place then. Okay. Second mm. through fourth place. <laughs> so this was a tough one for me sure. because I want to say like halfway through the year, I kind of stopped listening to podcasts. Well, that's your fault. True. But. I remember. But what if it wasn't his fault? <laughs> they they were... made me stop. <laughs> they I were... wanted to listen. They took my ears away. <laughs> I'm never gonna hear again. <laughs> <laughs> You're very musical tonight. <laughs> Thank you. I dig it. I can dig it. So I'm gonna start this off, gents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just fucking jump right in front. Yeah. Fuck everyone else. Yeah. Well, because I I know you guys are gonna have more to talk about. I more to say with me. Yeah. My number four or three. <laughs> God damn it. My number three podcast was actually one that Nick pointed out to me mm. uh, because it was, he described it as something similar to what we do. Yeah. Uh, and this is, what is that Se- face? Se- sexually, of course. <laughs> this sexually. is the podcast Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. Oh, yes. Yes. So if you guys have never listened to it, what it is is it's just Matt Besser who brings on a bunch of his friends. Uh, And Matt Besser, he's one of those guys who you'd recognize his voice, you recognize his face, but you'd never remember his name. Yeah, I believe one of the founders of the uh, UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade, he did that. Good old UCB. He's in so much. Yeah, he's all over the place. One of those guys. One of those guys. Does a killer Norm MacDonald impression. I never heard it. The dude sounds almost exactly like him. No, I never heard of Norm MacDonald. Okay. You're, you're missing out. So basically what he does is he has this freeform conversation with his guests, and based on the stories they talk about, they do an... Imp- Tastes like meat. 
God. It does. <laughs> Sorry, this beer tastes so much like meat. <laughs> it's actually, once it gets warm. me drool. Because <laughs> it warms up a bit. It's I like wonder, if this, it's I like wonder how this tastes warm. It's like the Everlasting we'll Gobstopper of beers if ever, Everlasting Gobstoppers only had one flavor. <laughs> and it was meat? And it was meat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, freeform conversation with his guests, and then they do... I wonder what that would sound like. What? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And then he will, they'll do an improv sketch with his friends about what they were talking about. It's hilarious. A lot yeah, of them are. I've heard a few episodes. I've liked what I've heard listening to. A lot of them are very funny, very comedy bang bang esque. Right. Because right. he is part of that circle. Yeah. I've, I've, this is part of one of my uh, weekly podcasts that I listen to. Uh, well, like I said, weekly. Uh, <laughs> improv for Humans is consistently good. There are the few hit or miss ones where they invite uh, musicians on there, and yeah, and that's always weird. It, it, it gets a little off, but I think it's only because you're used to what it is, uh, and and they don't really do too well at the improv, just the random musicians. But sometimes yeah. you get surprised. Yeah, but he he does have a lot of guests on there that are really really great. Yeah, a lot of a lot of really good uh, comedians with the improv. So second on my list, oh god, oh god, Shane, oh god, I'm don't bring like it that. out. Uh, no, put it back, put it <laughs> yeah. back in, put it back in. Second on my list is actually one of the podcasts that we support, <gasps> and that is the Omnic Lab podcast yeah. with Robin Anders. They are a podcast that talks about Overwatch. Every episode, every week, they talk about Overwatch. Yeah, that's all they talk about, baby. And Nick and I, being people who play Overwatch on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because not only are they talking about Overwatch, is they talk about strategies and new kind of like new twists that the game is making with each balance update and everything like that and lately they have been bringing on and interviewing uh people who main certain characters and they're in the top 500 so people who main one character over another they bring the one of the people that are in the top 500 and they interview them and they talk about different strategies and honestly i i can't count on my on my own two hands the number of times nick and i have said to each other after listening to these, oh man, I I can't believe I haven't thought of that. And it was like it's like a great way to strategize and learn the new characters and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I listen to this all the time, not nearly as often as some of the other podcasts because some of their topics uh, are just it feels like they're kind of filling in sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but they're uh, they're going deep episodes where they cover one specific hero and they have great. Sc- uh, strategies that tell you, you know, what what specific settings you should change to be more accurate, shit like that. And it makes you really want to play that hero. Like, as much as I hate, like, Widowmaker, like, the last podcast they did on Widowmaker was like, oh, my God, I kind of want to be a Widowmaker main. Yeah, because you, know you, I mean? you hear it and you're like, oh, that sounds like it would work. I want to try that. Exactly. I'm going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you're and then, not. And then you you're, suck. You're awful. Yeah. You're terrible. We're all terrible. Uh, especially Shane. Yeah. And, yep. uh, his how many yeah. hours? Uh, probably like 12. Yeah, I doubt it. That's more than, yeah. That's uh, generous. It's probably close to 12. It's probably close to like one or two. Uh, Are you thinking of one or two and you're just like moving the numbers yeah. together? It's like 15. But Ooh. all in all, this is a really, really good 
solid podcast. Yeah. If you if you're into Overwatch, check it out. Uh, I think the creators do other podcasts about like Hearthstone and shit like that. Yeah, I know Rob does a Hearthstone <clears throat> podcast. Um, but, but if you uh, even if like if you join the community, they have a they have a Discord and everything like everybody else does. But they do game nights, so you can uh, basically everybody gets together. Like yeah. one Friday out of the month, and they play Overwatch. You join teams, and you kind of do like a tournament almost. And uh, I actually joined one of their game nights once, and it was a lot of fun. It was fucking impossible because some of these guys are like extremely good. Yeah. And we just got shit on constantly. So I was just like, I'm probably never going to do this again. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's a good time. They're good people. Good, good, good. Yes, yes, yes. Number one on my list is a new podcast that started probably within like the last few months or so. Actually, no, it was the summertime it started, so it feels it feels a lot shorter than that. But this is a podcast run by the one, the only, big man, H3H3, Ethan Klein and his wife, oh, Ela yes, Klein, yes, yes. Papa Bless. Love them. I don't get it. I love them. Okay, so I follow. This... I follow a lot of YouTubers. Yeah, we know. And your your generation. Yep. I like YouTube a lot too. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. YouTube's cool. And this summer and like before that, maybe closer to spring, there's something that YouTubers refer to as the ad apocalypse, and that yes. was when YouTube basically YouTube and all the advertisers basically cranked down on what is ad friendly on their website and a lot of these youtubers who were making a living off of youtube weren't able to do that anymore their ads weren't pulling enough revenue so they had to search for other avenues for their creativity and one of the avenues that uh, ethan hila took was a podcast and they started making a podcast and it's fucking great it's it's not anything special it's just a discussion podcast he sits down and he has uh people on he has guests on every week uh the doc was one of the one of the guests on there dr disrespect and one of the things that i really appreciated that he does so a lot of his youtube videos are reaction videos and they're not like they're not like i know you're giving me that look they're not like your normal reaction videos where it's like someone deadpan sitting there watching a video and then they giggle every now and then what they do is they'll play a clip and then they'll criticize on that clip yeah and then then they'll play another clip and they'll criticize on that clip and it's you know laced with jokes and funny bits and gags been laced a few times you know it's you know laced laced with gags and so Gags and bits, <laughs> and it's it's very cool. But what he did was he brought. <clears throat> Sorry, I thought you were gonna say gag. <laughs> what they did was they brought in the people that they were criticizing. So uh, uh, one of the biggest names was Logan Paul. And yeah, I'm sure you don't know who that is at all. They they did a big thing about Logan Paul because Jake, Logan Paul was blowing Jake up. Paul? Jake Paul? No, Logan Paul. I don't fucking... Oh, Jake Paul. No, Jake you're Paul. right. Logan Paul's the older one. I don't care. Yeah, Jake both, Paul's the younger one who's causing the stir. They're both fucking douchey bastards. They're Absolutely. All, they're, they're both awful. It doesn't matter. They're, they're terrible. And he brought Jake Paul onto this podcast, and they talked about what they criticized him for. And it was... It was ballsy. I mean... I would have liked to have seen them go a bit harder at him. It seemed a little too chummy. 
which didn't, which kind of turned yes. me off a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, but to be like, you're the worst. You know that, right? But then again, you don't want to step on somebody's toes. His, you do, because he's the worst. Again, he seems like a, a chode. He is. <laughs> but I, I can I can understand why they didn't go so hard on him because he sure. says he he says a lot. He's like, I respect the hustle. Uh, yeah, because he's also a chode. I don't know. Like the only thing I like I that this them. guy's done is the interview with Doctor Disrespect because it gave me more of an inkling into the guy that plays Doctor Disrespect. Yeah. Other than that, the Ethan guy, I don't. He seems douchey as fuck. This whole thing seems douchey as fuck. I like it a lot. His whole personality seems douche. Did you watch me? Really? Vape Nation. I don't even know what that means. You it's you should. It's a really good video. I'm gonna say ninety percent of. Ethan, like the way that he acts, is all satire. I don't know. It just, there's just something about the guy that I just don't like. He's I don't know. I think he's hilarious. He's he's the like the, my all time favorite YouTuber. I don't know. I I feel like every time I watch uh, him, I feel I like I'm pretty. I'm, I'm watching. They're part of that circle. I would throw them all together in one. I don't know. I I dubs, Big Money Salvia, J- Jack's Films, and. H3. It's it's all good stuff. They're all together. I tried H3. Dubs. I I watched a few. Uh, He lost me there in some of his stuff that he he does. But uh, H3, I just couldn't get behind it. He seems okay. He seems like it would be better as purely audio. I don't think... And I don't ever want to see his face. I don't think you're the demographic. I'm not. (laughs) Because if you were to ask me... If you were to come up to me and say, hey, who's Nick's favorite YouTuber? I'll be like, Nick doesn't fucking watch YouTube. <laughs> Nick, who's your favorite YouTuber? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Philip Bloom. He's a, he's a director of photography. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> so not a YouTuber? I don't know. These guys just seem... YouTubers are a specific breed and of And they all seem artists. douchey. They all douchey. seem like the worst people in the world always trying to just like do the next thing to get them a fucking million clicks I mean, by that's, making that's, that's like when when that's your living you kind of have to I do don't that. know like don't like in a, in a in a world where I'm like I don't know I I'm, I feel like it'd be cool to make that a living because I feel like you know it's better than working in a, a real job Doing but I more work. and I also know that you have to be sort of douchey to do that you have to do things to get clicks you have to get people on there whether they're douches or not to get clicks and then you have to do a specific format all about them clicks it's all about them clicks and there's something about all of that that i kind of am just turned off about I i don't know it seems douchey seems seems douchey to each their own mm-hmm. yeah i mean don't get me wrong like i said by all means he's a douche <laughs> <laughs> i will say his like he's best friends with post malone and i think that's hilarious sounds douchey all right and i'm even a fan of post malone but he seems really douchey too he looks like he he has never taken a shower is what post oh malone absolutely looks like. i agree with that statement yeah he looks fuzzy. He does, but not that he not has good hair. Way. It's just like naturally fuzzy. Yeah. He looks like pig pen and you know, like human it, form. If you don't like brush your teeth for a little bit and you rub your tongue across the back of your teeth, 
He looks like that. My teeth look like Post Malone when I don't. <laughs> Post so Malone looks like your teeth feel. Oh, God, no. <laughs> See, this is why my dentist is always drilling Post Malone. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's my number one pick. Yeah. Who wants to go next? Shane, you go next. Fine. Number three on the list. The third from the top. The bronze medal. The trace. Do not trace. Three, third, three, two, one, three, spot. Stop it. Continue. Please. Third place. <laughs> Number three on my list is the Lapsed Fan Wrestling Podcast. Uh, podcast going on for a couple years now. Um, essentially what it is, is a podcast of two guys who've been wrestling fans for a long time and have since lapsed in their enjoyment of the product. Oh. Um Hence the naming structure. Yes. Uh, so what they do basically is just go back and talk about old wrestling pay-per-views. When I say old, I mean like early to mid-90s. Yeah, like the good stuff. When it was better is kind of their whole thing. Yeah. Um, they do occasionally get into the later 90s of a couple of the 2000s, but that's about it. Um, but the thing that really draws me into these shows is... How incredibly in-depth they go into each of these older shows. It's not just simply, oh, the show happened. Let's talk about the matches like fucking some assholes would do. Yeah. Instead, they actually talk about the show. Who would do that? Right? It's the worst. Yeah. Um, not just the matches themselves, not just the event itself, but the kind of the build-up to the event, kind of the storylines leading into this event. And then even from there, talking about each individual match that happens on the card, but again, talking about the storyline leading into each of those matches, even go as far as to look up things like books and interviews of people in those matches and what they thought about those matches, talking about their thoughts and opinions leading into the match and about the match itself. Yeah. Just super, super, super in-depth, which also leads to like four and a half hour podcasts. Because they go so deep into these shows. Most famously, they did a the WrestleMania journey, where leading up to WrestleMania 31, they took 30 weeks and did one WrestleMania every week. Yeah. Um, no. And in that run, they did WrestleMania 17, which is traditionally known as the best wrestling pay-per-view of all time, the best WrestleMania of all time. That show was seven and a half hours. That's too long. <laughs> The podcast was seven? Yes. That oh, my God. No. no. <laughs> they, they talked for almost twice as long as the show went. That's insane. Um, which sounds crazy, but when you listen to it, it's, it's easy to listen to. I'm going to guess they, you've listened to the whole seven hours. I've listened to every episode they've done. It's a really, really good show. It's really fascinating just hearing not just, again... Then he did a punch, and then he won the match. It's like So just three assholes talking about him. Wrestling. Yeah, that's, who'd want to listen to that? I Nobody. would never want to listen to that. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's a really cool show. Um, if you're at all a fan of that era of wrestling, listen to an episode. Uh, they do. They have gotten into the habit of reading a lot of fan mail, which is cool, except for when every fan mail is just, I really like the show. It's good. And then some allusion to anal sex, because that's their whole thing. Which is funny once, like, getting deep in that ass. Yeah. Which is funny, like, once. Don't we yeah. already do that? But when it's the same joke, like, 12 times in a row, because they're just reading later letters. See, that's great, because <sighs> we've never made the same joke. 
ever. In this way, it's bad. <laughs> that you can skip those parts, but yeah. the, when they actually talk about the events themselves, it's really, really, really good. Do people and actually do that? Make the same joke more never. than once? I don't think so. You understand if you hear the show. Good show. The reason it's number third place because of those kind of stuff takes it down a couple notches. But good show if you like wrestling, no. especially from that era. Give good. it a listen. Right now. Go. We'll wait. Yep, we'll wait. We'll be back. Uh, number two on the list is a fairly recent show to me. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist. Oh. Daily It should be German. <laughs> wasn't this on your list last year nope because it only started in october oh so it definitely wasn't i don't know what i'm thinking of then uh the daily zeitgeist was started by uh jack o'brien who used to be the editor-in-chief over at crack.com uh left there and went to do a new new startup through uh um, google nope amazon. amazon stop it through how stuff works okay uh, they started up a comedy division, and through that, they did a new podcast, and the Daily Zeitgeist is kind of that podcast. It's a daily show. Surprise. Can't do it. Um, during the week, uh, five episodes a week, Monday through Friday, and it's just talking about what happened the previous day, news-wise, uh, which doesn't sound necessarily the f- interestingest thing in the world, but... So it is a daily show. Yes. It's the daily show. It's kind of. With German people. <laughs> not German people. Uh, but uh, welcome to The Daily Show. Would uh, you like they, to know what the highlights were from yesterday? It is a comedy podcast, but it's not written. It's not... There's no writers. It's just a dude talking with his friends about stuff that happened. Weird. But it's also very funny because they're all comedians. Yeah. So they're good about being able to talk about current events in a way that's exciting. They do talk about political stuff quite a bit because... Who doesn't? Obviously... But they also get into like movie and TV shows. It's kind of all over the place. They talk about a ton of stuff. Really funny. Uh, just sucked me in as soon as I started oh, listening God. to it. Oh, God. It's great. Listen to the Daily Zeitgeist. Oh, my God. I want to be sucked in. Like, like listening to the Daily Zeitgeist. Does right. it suck you in like Tron? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and number one on the list, uh, the podcast that I haven't been able to stop listening to since I stumbled across it. You must remember this. Remember um, what? Fucking god damn it. You knew he was going to do it. It's a podcast that um, is by the Panoply Theater, who you might remember from when we talked about... Ah, Sarah is Alone. No. That's, that's a not the, phone game? That was a phone game. Um, <laughs> um, Afterlife? Afterlife, and the other one uh, that I can't remember. The Message. Remember. Yes, The Message. Those two were by Panoply. Yeah. This is not... A fictional podcast. We're about due for another one of those, though. Yeah, right? we haven't listened to one in a while. There should be another one coming soon. Okay, good. Uh, but it's by the same group, which means it has really good production. Mm-hmm. But what it is, is a, it's a historical podcast about mm-hmm. the early days of Hollywood. And okay. just kind of interesting stories that you may not know or may not remember, but you must remember this. It's a fascinating journey of that era of Hollywood. It's a written show, so it has good... It's not acted. There are kind of skits that pop out here and there where it was just scripted yeah where actors do kind of do like conversations people have they act them out on the show mm-hmm. but it's a true podcast it's not a fictional podcast uh the thing that drew me in was actually a few months ago was it a pencil they did a <laughs> they did a 12 part series of charles manson mm. uh, kind of explaining him and his roots and his 
eventual course of action, which directly tied into a lot of that early Hollywood, especially with Roman Polanski's wife being one of the victims. Yeah. Um, and just fascinating how surprisingly deeply ingrained he was into that culture at that time. Hmm. Like super, super in depth because it's fucking 12 parts, which is awesome. And weirdly enough, before he died, they just happened to have this going and then he died. So it was like, Everyone was suddenly talking about this podcast. Yeah. Maybe they killed him. I don't fucking know. That'd be great. I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> he's dead. Oh, God. You didn't know? What? He died. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go, guys. Uh, what? He's really? He's his daddy. <laughs> it's a really interesting podcast. Um, written and performed by the same host. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but she's really good at just kind of conveying emotion and what she's talking about. And they go super in depth on these interesting stories. Give it a listen. They're not very long. They're like maybe half an hour a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're quick, easy, easy listening so, shows. Yeah, solid runtime. Yeah, quick You ease. must remember this. Remember what? To listen to, you must remember this. I'm confused. Okay. That one does catch my interest, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, that one, yeah. I can get behind that. Because I, I was a really big fan of the panel play ones that we listened to, even though I know it's not like those. Yeah, I mean. It the sounds pretty interesting. Production is very similar. Kind of yeah. Production quality-wise, it's really nice. Yeah. But it's it's a cool show. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right. So we'll move on to mine. Yeah. Okay. Nikki boy. Uh, my number three is on the Earwolf Network. It was one of my favorite podcasts for a long time. Uh, I discovered it late in its, uh, in its life at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, and it's called Womp It Up. Okay. It's, it's a name I've heard floated around a few times. Yeah. And it, uh, it starts... Uh, it stars uh, like a what's supposed to be a high schooler named Marissa Wampler. Okay. Uh, she's appeared on Comedy Bang Bang a lot uh, in a few of their stuff, but she has her own podcast that was on there. And they had only done about 18 episodes, mm-hmm. uh, and then they just stopped. Mm-hmm. They took like a year and a half off because the two actresses who do the uh, primary, uh, primary host voices uh, we're doing a show on the USA called Playing House. Uh, okay. So they, they hmm. took like a, a year and a half off, but uh, literally like three weeks ago, they started it back up. I'm pumped. Uh, it's still funny. I I look forward to what they come back with even more. They have Jason Manzukis on there, who's always great on podcasts. So are they still on hiatus? No, they're back. Oh, okay. They okay. are back. They came back uh, three weeks ago. So just gotcha. just came back, um, and it's called Womp It Up. Womp It it's Up. It's so good. I like. I love the, the Earwolf squad. Yeah. All the people part of that, they're great. Yeah. So, and this is, it, this is one of those ones that uh, always has me cracking up. Uh, some, some people I know don't like the style that it's in or the actress's voice, uh, but you know, it, it, it's good comedy in my opinion. She, that character was on Comedy Bang Bang, right? Yeah. She's been on, she's been on there a few times. Okay. I didn't know if you were saying the person who plays a character or if the character herself. No, I, actual I rem- character. Cause I was going to say, I remember the voice or the, the name. Yeah. I remember the, remember it correctly. She was hilarious. Yes. Uh, my number two is going to be one that I think you both have listened to, and I hope everyone else has by now, uh, is Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, podcast, Star Talk. I actually haven't yeah. listened to this. I am shocked. Uh, I used to subscribe to it. I never it's got great. back into it for some reason. It's great. Uh, I still listen to it uh, weekly. 
uh, maybe probably every other week because uh, they they have divided it into two shows. Okay. Uh, one is playing with science, and it's uh, like a spinoff that doesn't have Neil on it. Okay. Uh, and it's with whatever his co-host name was. I can't remember. And they bring a sports star on, and they talk about the science of sports, mm. stuff like that. I'm not really a sports guy, so that doesn't intrigue yeah, me. Right. So I don't listen to that one. But then you have the normal star talk with Neil and Bill Nye and all the like top scientists that they invite on. And some of the shit is just mind-blowing. And it's awesome. Elon Musk has been on there. Right, right. Uh, a lot of people you probably never heard of because you wouldn't n- normally hear of them in, in everyday life. But they're very, people. very smart people. And some of the shit can just blow your mind and you you, you feel like you've learned a lot. Um, even if they're, you know, they talk about, you know, I, I always find it fascinating what you would actually have to do to colonize Mars. A lot. It yeah. sounds, yeah, it sounds easy. But it's not, you know. Oh, no. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a really really great podcast. I suggest everybody listens to it. In fact, I think I don't know how new it is, but I just found out uh, it's a show as well. Star Talk is also a show. Oh, I didn't know that. On um, show where? It's on one of those off like History Channel twos or something like that. Oh. It's odd, but it's hmm. it's a, a TV show. The only gripe I have with this podcast is that sometimes the sound quality just isn't there. Uh, sometimes it's like live, uh, like yeah. in, you know, and, and they just don't. It's just not well recorded. I'm shocked. Like they they have like two hundred fifty thousand like listens within like the first couple days of this being up i'm really surprised they don't invest more in the audio quality of the show yeah uh but uh they clearly have been making it work so star talk check it out you can find it on soundcloud and i'm sure itunes and all that you can also donate to them uh it's it goes towards a lot of really good nice things my number one podcast of the year though is a fairly new one uh, with a couple people who have been on Comedy Bang Bang and they've been on Improv for Humans and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, it's a podcast called Off the Books. And uh, I know the uh, girl's name is Jessica McKenna. Jessica, yeah, McKenna. I believe that's her name. Uh, and the other guy, I don't know. I can't remember his name. But what it is, is it's like a 40-minute long episode. They have a guest on. And it's a it's a uh, improv musical um, hmm. uh, podcast. Interesting. It, it, yeah, it really is. It's pretty, pretty fucking hilarious because these two people are very uh, quick-witted to be able to make rhymes and stuff like that. Uh, and that takes talent. We've done it here before. We've done music. We, you know, we've we've tried right. to do it on the we've spot. Had our moments. And it's kind of hard sometimes <laughs> yeah. to be smart and witty, but they pull it off. But when they also have people like Paul F. Tompkins on it, and you watch him kind of struggle bust it through, <laughs> trying to keep up. Um, but like, there are some really fucking catchy songs that they're just doing on the spot, and is is mostly done in like the almost like Broadway like 
uppity like music type because they have a person who plays live music on it and uh stuff like that so it's uh it's really really great i would at least tell you to check out the first episode of it to get a good sense of it with like i said paul f Tompkins, but uh a lot of people on the earwolf network have done this uh and it's Mm. a really really fun listen interesting yeah very interesting yeah brand new she did the she does the power wheels character right yeah she does the pow pow power wheels on pow, pow, uh, pow, 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 comedy wheels. yeah bang bang uh so uh this podcast i believe started uh on a whim when they did lauren lapkiss podcast uh just random and then they thought it was a great idea <laughs> and they decided to make it its own podcast so they Interesting. did um so go check it out it's a fun musical podcast it's all improv it's all on the spot uh so it, it's just a lot of fun to try to keep up with nothing nothing too serious yeah. and they are like i said about 40 minutes um 40 minutes yeah that's it Cool. We have no overlapping podcasts. No. I don't know. We can't possibly give a sketchy award to something we don't have any overriding factors for. No, because... Three I, sketchies. I haven't listened to any of your guys' podcasts that you put. I will say I will probably love all of yours just because it's Earwolf and that. I'll probably love... Uh, the your top two right I, I don't like wrestling enough to listen to a seven hour mm, podcast yeah you. that sounds like my own personal health yeah, the, yeah the, the you must remember this sounds really great exactly yeah mm, and the daily you. zeitgeist if i was if i had the attention span for a daily podcast i would listen to that one but he doesn't because he loves youtubers come on dude <laughs> what if it was like an eight minute podcast if it was an eight-minute podcast, and it was a video, and you could just watch it on YouTube, absolutely, great. I'm I'm on board now. You fucking cut. I'll go as far as twenty-nine minutes. <laughs> all right, so sketchies for all of our number ones. Three sketchy awards announced this year. Soundbite. So the sketchies go to the H3 podcast, off the books, and you must remember this. Boop, boop. You guys should go check those out. Absolutely. So you so, know what's. What's my, in, you want to know what's next? I, I don't know. All I know is my glass is getting a little empty. Oh, well. Oh. You know what? That That's great. All right. So we're going to move on here then. We're going to get our second beer of the part one episode. That's oh, right. Oh, shit. Number two. So, Andy, you're going to dig into that cooler. Oh, no. Don't oh, do don't, that. Yeah, don't do that. You're going to break it. Get your hand dick deep in there. It's so wet. Yeah, well, <laughs> Dick yeah. deep your hand in the coffin. Oh, I, I don't want to look at it. Snow coffin. Uh, I like... It's hard to grip it, a bottle, isn't it? can? Probably. Oh. Oh, I got... Evil Twin Brewing... Half and half lemonade iced tea IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do the pantomime for glasses? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, Shane, get your fucking phone out, get the copy, and get your fucking gla- reading glasses on. I have only one regular glasses. Yes. You have a monocle? Oh, you got more. Yeah. Oh, what a, oh. Nice, what a kind boy. Oh, oh. Can I have the snow one? Yeah, you can have the snow one. Okay. All right, so for I don't like the what he just did. For most of the other Me beers, neither. for most of the other beers, we only have 
one beer, and we're dividing it at three. Ooh. Ooh. One beer. So, I like the sound of that. I know. It makes me want to sing a song, but we're not going to do it right now. Come on. It's right there, Nick. <laughs> no, oh, now it's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you, you killed, killed it. it. You destroyed it. <laughs> good at that, apparently. So this beer here, okay, is called Half and Half Lemonade Iced Tea IPA. It is a mouthful. I love... I've heard of Evil Twin before. Yeah, Evil Twin is one Why of those... Why have I heard of them before? They're ever, they're, you've seen them... I don't know if we've had them before. We might have. No, I don't I don't think we have, but I assume, I love this can, I thought, though. I think we had one on one of the Patreon specials. Oh, you know what? We might have. It's very have. possible. Um, but uh, this beer... <laughs> this... Whoa. Uh, this beer <laughs> sucked to call around and find, because saying that full name was very annoying... And all the all the liquor store owners are uh, definitely from another country for the most part. Maybe and, even another planet. And they do not want to talk to me. <laughs> they don't want to talk to anybody. But finally, oh. we found this one. I had Shane pick it up. Uh, I had I, got it, it. I had it a few nights before, and I'm willing to bet personally. If we hadn't already done our beer of the year, this would be it. That this would be it for me. I don't know, dude. So. A lemon, so any kind of beer with lemonade or any kind of juice in it is basically yeah. a shandy, right? Do you like Arnold Palmer's? Yeah, I love Arnold Palmer's. You're gonna fucking love this beer. Oh my and god! And it's seven percent. That's okay. pretty good. That's, that's wow. Pretty good. That's more than the than the beef beer. The more than the beef beer. He's went Bill Cosby on it. He went a little bit Bill Cosby on it. So Shane, I know you. I know you have copy. Uh, oddly enough, this beer isn't on their site. And I don't know why. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, I did send Shane a link in the Slack. I got the up untapped. I don't care what you read off. I don't Is see Is there any... something on this can? I don't see any copy. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. We don't need copy. You know what you need? That lady on the can does not look happy that I have this beer in my no, hand. She, she looks... reminds me of uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, they also have many bottles with Kill Bill on it, actually. Right. Uh, Uma Thurman. I'm going to be honest. I was... I'm yep. gonna be honest. I was looking at this can, and yeah. I saw that she was holding a can. Yeah, and I tried to zoom in on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by dragging my fingers apart on on your own on the can. can. On, on the, the can. can. Wow, I did. I did that. Jesus Christ, Shane. And I felt real right, dumb. So, so open up this, and we're gonna try it. And I we're we gonna pour it, right? No, I'm drinking it straight from the can. Well, I f- you gotta pour. Hey, you can fucking pour it. I'm not gonna make you not pour it. How about okay? So uh, I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read the review by S Mason on BeerAdvocate.com. Sure, whatever. This beer is excellent. It has the feel of freshly squeezed orange juice. The Brett works well with the hops to give you something full of flavor yet balanced at the same time. The ABV is low enough to give me the chance to finish a growler in one night. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> this beer is different but great. Way to go, Man's other having half. A good time. Yeah, so this is a Dutch brewing company, as far as I can tell. All yes. their all their information on their website. Oddly enough, like oh. a ton of beers that I have seen sold here by their by their brewery are not on their website. So That's I'm so weird. But it's definitely one of their beers. I don't. Is there get like a it. weird American 
branch that they just don't talk about? They have a, a, a bottling service in New York, but it's also covered under their website. I don't get it. Brewed but... for Evil Twin Brewery by Dorchester Brewing Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, Boston. Oh. But it is but it is distributed by 12% LLC out of Brooklyn, New York. Okay, all right. I'm not crazy then. I'm not crazy. Okay, so... I want you. I gotta say, I do love this can. I'm sorry, this can is literally just a blank aluminum can with a label, label slapped right on it. Yeah, it's it. very, very fun and old school. So I like it. Let's give it a try, Shane. In three, two, one. I fucking love huh. this beer. That's weird. I love it. There's okay. A, there's a little bit of IPA. So you're yeah. you're Arnold Palmer can uh, art. Uh, Jesus Christ. Start dude. over. What the Rewind. fuck? You're Arnold Art. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Are you joking me? <laughs> Wasted. Your Arnold Palmer connection? Yeah. Way off. It no. Doesn't, it doesn't taste anything like Arnold Palmer. You're wrong. Shane, tell him he's wrong. I, you don't taste Somewhere it. in the middle. I mean, I get the Arnold Palmer essence because I do see tea. I do see lemonade. I mean, if it if it ever tasted like Arnold Palmer, it's not now. This is an Arnold that, Paul. That seems excessive. What well, do you it's think? Not, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it doesn't taste like Arnold Palmer. I think this is such a smooth beer. Oh, yes. No, I agree with that. This is a smooth beer for 7%. That's weird. I haven't taken a second drink yet. I've just been letting it kind of linger. It's very lemony. And the after effect. Yes. After, initially, it, I got citrus uh, from lemon from also the hops because it is an IPA. Yeah. And a lot of that hoppiness kind of carried over for a bit. And now that it's kind of just mellowing, I'm getting, I'm getting the tea notes that are kind of coming back. Yeah. I get teeness. Teeness? You get teeness. Teeness yes. kind of seeping through. I'm getting more of the lemon. I'm I'm getting the Arnold Palmer. F- <laughs> See, oh, it's wow. not just me. Wow. It's not Weird. just me. I'm getting the Arnold Palmer taste Yeah, after the fact. It's like yeah. The, it's like the after flavor is Arnold Palmer. Yeah. It's interesting. It's damn good, though. It's so it is super smooth. smooth. Like, I, okay. In that review, when he talks about, like, an orange juice-ness, I get that. Yeah. Like, I see, like, the orange juice feel almost yeah. in the beer, which is weird, too. You know, you know. Oh, I'm that was good. for a different beer. What? It wasn't until afterward that I noticed that. I well, the same I thing. agree with him. But it fits for this. It's like a Well, it's fucking, a very citrusy. It's like a tarot mm-hmm. card reading. The thing is, like... Oh, it's I, I am a big fan of, you know, Summer Shandy byline in Google. Yes. Or any Summer Shandy, really. Oh, yeah. Just vibrate. Um, <laughs> come on. Uh, but that isn't nearly enough alcohol by volume for me. This hits that at least Oh, and it's Shandy. I was going to say. No. I thought they, you meant this wasn't no, enough. No, no, like, no. What the fuck are you Sh- talking about? Shandy's like 4% or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're definitely a bit lower on the... It's 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 pop. ABV. It's pop at this point to me. Okay, just chilling with a shandy. Yeah, just all nine of them. Yeah, and and it's there's overly sweet for me. I don't feel like this is overly sweet. No, it's got a good ABV. Yeah, uh, it's smooth as shit to drink. It does have that tea flavor, that mm-hmm. lemon flavor. And IPA. I am a fan all around of this beer. Yeah, I love this good. beer. I could drink it. Every day. Probably wouldn't be in my top three, it's, but it's good. It's too it's expensive. Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> Am I crazy? Is there like a mint in the background somewhere? There could be. It does taste a little bit minty, I, I think. I don't see a mint. I, I definitely, the hops are 
It might be that citrus playing playing a joke on you. That's true. That could be it as well. But this is a good beer if you can find it. I would tell you to probably find it in the singular cans, which I have found before. That's how I bought it. Um, the four packs cost about 15 bucks. Yes. Uh, the cans themselves are roughly like four to five. Whew. But if it's something you just want to try, which you should, fucking go out, buy this goddamn beer. It is worth a try. I would love to try a, a, a ton of their beers. They're just so expensive to buy. So expensive. Too expensive. So, yeah, that's our second beer of the first episode. What are we moving on to next, guys? What is it? Well, I'll tell you. Nick, why don't you tell me? Albums. We're going to talk about the best albums of the year. Music. According to us. Oh, music albums. Our favorite albums. I put down photo albums. Oh, they... Oh, Summer Beach 2012. Oh, God. All over again. Herpes on the beach. Herpes on the beach. I got My herpes, daddy got on, the herpes beach. on the beach. From his semis. He got it from a bitch. <laughs> from her semis. I'm not going into the semis conversation again. Shane, why don't you lead us off with this? Oh, music. Because you're the most musical person here. I try to you be. You do. Ingrained in the culture. I don't like this at of all. Music. Can we kick him out of the podcast now? No. God damn it. Uh, number three on my list. An artist I have only heard of this year. Sure. Uh, I, just, I also did some restructuring of my life. I see. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Just don't worry about it. They don't know. Hurry up. Number three on my list. An artist that, again, I've only heard of this year. Uh, kind of... New to the scene, on my scene anyway, a novelist. He is what is considered a nerdcore rapper. I can't tell. Uh, I don't like. <laughs> I mean, him being dressed like Naruto doesn't give it away for you. I I've never seen it, so I I assume that was just his natural form. <laughs> well, to be fair, the name of the album is Kenjutsu Under the Moonlight. I don't know yeah. what any of that means. It's a Naruto thing. Jesus Christ. I will say, though, I instantly hate him even more now. I didn't hate him before. I do now just because you said the phrase nerdcore. Did it's you, a subgenre. Of I don't did care. you originally have this guy but a different album? I did. Okay. I did. I initially wrote down Dilla Instinct, which is a killer instinct inspired album. Which is what I listened to. I have not listened to this one. Yeah, way to go. Well, it, I re-listened to this one and... Retrospective, it's one I should have put down. This is the newer one, isn't it? Yes. This one came out just October, so just a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, got to listen to a good chunk of this live, actually. Because uh, when I was at Yumicon just a few months ago, he was there and performed at the hip-hop concert that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually got, a, got to have a conversation with him. It was real interesting. How was he live? Very good. Just as good. Like, he hit his flows perfectly. Like, he is performing the album on stage, it's my mom very, used very, to very her flows almost <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, this album here, Kenjutsu Under the Moonlight, um, it's an album that's very personal, very introspective. Uh, the entire album is built off of beats that one of his friends that passed away earlier this year, earlier this year created that he never used. Mm-hmm. 
so he it's kind of like a tribute album to two of his friends that passed away one of them who was his producer previously uh, and just he kind of goes into that and the struggle of dealing with loss and being a single father trying to raise two kids while trying to pursue his dream of being a hip-hop artist god i know how that goes and then talks about anime and video games too it's thought you were gonna say anal nope does he talk about anal nope damn it i'm out i oh all right so i listened to the the one album i'll give it to you the guy he does good he has good work i think he has really good rhyme structure he's local he is local right out of detroit he's a detroit local artist which is awesome there's been some good locals and there's like there's like one thing that i really look for in a rapper is if he if a rapper has good flow he's instantly good in my book and this was really good yeah that's what i liked it's he's good at having more of a complex rhyme structure Mm -hmm. and that it's not just a b a b rhymes like it's internal rhymes like he'll say two lines and there's like six words that rhyme within those two sentences it's mm-hmm. very complex when you really kind of look into it and break it down yeah and just the fact that he kind of talks about everything where it does get super personal and it's he's a black dude living in detroit who's not making a lot of money and that actual struggle and then he's fucking talking about kenny omega and wrestling and anime and just shit that he cares about and it's really 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 good yeah um i do think he kind of struggles on his hooks I think those are a little oh, really? his weakness, unfortunately. Like the hook that he stole from a Flash animation? He's paying homage. You say that, but I know you're lying. He pays homage. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah, he's paying, all right. Yeah. But when it comes to just the verses, bars that he drops are fucking great. Mm-hmm. Listen to this guy there, uh, quite a bit. One, I mean, flows are great, but one of the more important things to me about a rapper is... Uh, replayability and sure. like one of the rappers that i i like you know i think we all love him childish gambino oh not, for sure not necessarily oh. a rapper anymore because he, he's done now isn't he, he well i think he's got one more album he, he's he got to drop either way he doesn't really rap anymore yeah moved but, into that funk scene but one thing that i think a rapper has to have is not only good flow, but something when you re-listen to it, you didn't quite catch the first time sure. or even the third time, sure. and sometimes not even the tenth time. So it's like a new song each time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it, it's kind of like oh, for the first like 50 times I saw uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, I always caught new jokes every right. time because there are so many like undertone things that I never caught before. So right. are you saying that The 40-Year-Old Virgin is the golden standard for comedy? <laughs> yes, actually. I, I think I would put that very close. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think it's one of the last great comedies of all time. Good job, Judd Apatow. Yeah. Um, but this was, a, I mean, the album I listened to, he, he seemed to have a good beats good flow yeah i think he does have a not necessarily specifically on this album but more with uh Della instinct his other album he came out with this year it has a very underground hip-hop feel in that the beats aren't necessarily the crispest thing out there uh kind of sounds like he might have recorded in a garage yeah. which i can also kind of get behind sometimes that dirtiness is something that you want that you hustle want to seek out I can, yeah. You respect the hustle. Exactly. I got to say, Nick, this beer is growing on me. Thank you. <laughs> it's good. And I'm it's so happy good. because I'm going to need you to grow more so I can drink. <laughs> oh, he's not joking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, number two on my list, moving right along, uh, Mega Rans. Now that I'm here, 
second. That definitely says Mega Man. Not um, I miss rewrote it. Mega Man. Uh, Matt Mania: The Revenge. This is actually the second Matt Mania album, hence the The, the Revenge. Revenge subtitle to it. Genre? Hip hop. Okay. Uh, basically, what he does is the songs are short, they're like two, two and a half minutes a piece. They don't get much longer than that. Yeah. But what he does is he takes a wrestler's theme song, Ooh. remixes it, and then raps about that rapper. Oh. Or raps about that wrestler. I on can that get behind track. that. It's yeah. fucking cool as did shit. You, did you listen to that? I didn't. He, so, had, he added this pretty late, so I didn't get a chance to. I did get a chance to listen uh, to a few tracks, and the first one is very clearly something that might speak to a few people and it's about how long it's about i believe brock lesnar no the first one on this is goldberg okay okay you're right because he does reference the jackhammer yes uh about his, his rap essentially says you know my intro is longer than my matches and yes. stuff like that it's yes. all very accurate so if you're and the, the interesting thing too is that when he's rapping about the person it's from the first person perspective yeah like he's oh. that person rapping about themselves yeah over top of a remixed version of their theme song. Like That's Jumanji. very cool. But <laughs> like <what>? Jumanji? <laughs> like Jumanji. Um, you know what? Sure. Okay. Sure. I, I kind of think I get it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really don't. Uh, I like this. Yeah, I like, it's I like it. really... That, it is the second album. He has to have one that came out last year, which is more of the same. Yeah. Just other He other seems to have themes. a niche. He's also part of that. Nerdcore scene. Of course. I hate him. <laughs> what he does. I, I haven't him. noticed that you have a type. Uh, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, really fucking cool. My favorite one on this was definitely uh, KO, which is Kevin Owens' theme song. Um, fucking good shit. Yeah. I'll have good, to check good it out. Stuff. I didn't. Out. I don't think I listened to that one. I think I listened to three songs off of this album. Gotcha. I like the beats. Uh, they were very gamey as well. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, not gamey as in like meat gamey. That's what I was thinking of. Like, <laughs> more like chiptune 8 bit yeah, noises yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thrown in oh, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. when he wrote down Mega Man, he was actually kind of on point. Um, he actually did a, did a uh, the end credits for Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, oh impressive. Yeah. And okay. he's the only rapper officially sponsored by Capcom. Technically, yeah. yeah. That's kind of interesting. Uh, th- this was solid. This was a solid listen. It's good. Good shit. It's not it something out. I ever would have found on my own. Oh, I can no, tell you not. that. Uh, and then number one, topping off my list, a, the most recent edition, because technically it doesn't come out till tomorrow. But So how can you add it? I have what a, do you mean, Shane? It comes out today. I have an advanced copy that I managed to track down. Mm-hmm. Wink. It's on the day of its release. Uh, was it on a ship in the colonial times? Sure. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. What? What? Edward Kenway. Pi- pirate? Yeah. Pirate? Is yes. that what you're getting at? Uh, we have my favorite thing that I heard this year. It might be due to recency bias, but I'm okay with admitting that. Eminem's Revival. Yeah. Ninth studio album. Uh, tons of features up and down this goddamn thing. Really? Beyonce, Pink, Alicia Keys, Ed Pink? Sheeran. Ed yes. Sheeran? Yes. I hear you. I hear you. I don't think what? you do. I hear you. Did he only do the hook? Yes. Okay. Listen to River. That's the song that he's a part of. Fucking great song. Well, I, I, I will admit, 
I am okay with Ed Sheeran doing the hook because there's one thing I like about Ed Sheeran, and that's his that's his chorus. His He's, choruses are great. Yeah, no, he, yeah. it's and, what you want from Ed Sheeran on this track. It's and, great. Yeah, no, Ed Sheeran at any other point. <laughs> it'd be funny, you know. It'd be hilarious if it was a rap song that was rap all the way through, and then it had a like a slower bit, kind of like how like hip, how hip, or like how pop songs do, where they have a rap bit. And then it goes back into the pop song. <laughs> there's just the verse. Yeah, there's just... <laughs> Ed Sheeran drops the verse on this track. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ed Sheeran is doing the rapping. Eminem is actually it's, doing... They flip this. it. Yeah, they, they flip, flip it, it and they reverse it. Oh. Uh, I gotta tell you, the only song I think I've heard is the one with Beyonce that they released. Walk on Water. Uh, I thought it was Garbage. Uh, I didn't like it, it. It's it's definitely an album that you is better when you listen to it as a work. I want an entire track. album of Rap God. Where is it? Is there, is there a song equivalent to Rap God on this? Or do you think it's just not quite that good? It doesn't get to Rap God quality necessarily. No, his, his, but his last album... What can, what his can. last album was his best album in... I would say his best album so far. This to me is close. I don't know. Um, it doesn't have quite the highest peaks, but I think overall, you've heard it. I've heard the Beyonce song. I, I was more the than only, I'm not, that's I'm, the only real song that's out of, right now. Under, no, I'm not cover. What are you talking about? Untouchable. It comes out today. Untouchable is the other single that's been released. As of this recording, it is not out. We're recording it live to tape. Uh, undercover is the or not undercover. Untouchable is the other single that's been out that you can totally listen to legitimately. To be honest with you, my problem with it is that a lot of the singles that he releases or does, uh, they're all like motivational songs in a way. I can see that. Like, Especially coming off of... um. Oh, what was the last, last one? Recovery. Recovery. That was like... Yeah. Feel good music. Okay. Feel good Eminem. Well, yeah, Because no. that was supposed to be like his recovery. Because it was, because he was covering off of addiction. Like, I, I heard the song, I'm Not Afraid. I don't know what the actual title is. Is it it's just called, that? I'm Not Afraid. I'm pretty sure it's, it's I'm Not Afraid. Okay. Song sucks. Yeah. I never want to hear that yeah. song ever again. No, I get that. But it's in like every commercial, like every Chrysler commercial. Yeah. This doesn't have that. I don't. I expect the whole album to be that. It's not. Like you're gonna be okay. I'm rapping everything I say. Hey, this everybody, is actually, especially to me. When you listen to "Walk on Water," it kind of leads off the album. It, you get the feeling that's a very introspective. It's kind of self-deprecating. Like, am I good at this anymore? Can I still do this? And then it kind of builds from that. Like I got this, news for you, pal. If you're questioning it, you're right. Well, then it, I don't know, man. I'll have to listen to this album a couple tracks, today. A couple tracks later, you get into see what Chloroseptic. What are you talking about? Uh, which is a As real this weird ass song. God tomorrow. damn it, stop it. <laughs> you're an asshole. Uh, it builds all the way right through the end uh, with A Rose, which is the last song on the track, which is kind of an uncomfortable song to listen to. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's... Is it featuring Harvey Weinstein? No. <laughs> Why? I'm asking. Why? She was no. said no. She's no. uncomfortable too. What? He touched women. I'm aware of that. What does it have to do with? I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. I made my joke. We can move on. Great. A rose is the name of the song. A rose, like you're rising. Yeah. Um, 
don't know if it's spoilers for a song, but essentially at the very tail end of the previous track where he's talking about, it seems like he's writing a letter to his unborn daughter. Dear Stan. But not like that. Uh, just about the struggle, kind of what he had to go through. And the hustle. It, yes, but it's really good, but it ends with him killing what himself. sounds like opening a pill bottle and taking pills and then collapsing. Next track, he's seemingly in a coma, like saying goodbye to everyone because he's fucking dying. Mm-hmm. And then it skips back to like halfway into the last song and continues, and then he doesn't take the pills and pass out, and the song continues. It's fucking weird. It's a weird concept in the way the song structure works, but it's cool as shit. Then yeah, the one thing I can appreciate from, from Eminem albums is like the skits that kind of play when you listen to the album cover to cover. Listen to it cover to cover. It's the way to listen to it. Does it's it cool. tell us when Dr. Dre's album comes out? It already came out. Yeah. Did he release one? It came out like two years ago. Really? Dude, yes. I, I can't wait to get to the deluxe version of The Chronic. Of course, of course. All right. So, very good album. If you like Eminem, guess what? You're probably going to like this too. Well, as of this recording, it's not out, so you're disqualified. Jesus Christ. I've listened to it. <laughs> Andy, why don't you hit us up next? All right. So, starting in my number three spot uh, is a very interesting choice for me because I would never, if you were to ask me in the last 10 years to make a best of, like a best top three list, these guys would never be a part of it. Uh, number three is Paramore After Laughter. Such a rhyming thing. Oh, I never got that. <laughs> anyway, the reason why I added this on here is because I had heard uh, their single, and I can't remember the name of the track. It was It's the first track on the album. But uh, Paramore, if you, if you would listen to Paramore 10, 10 years ago, you're gonna think Paramore as a like a like a punky rock kind of band, like yeah. yes. alternative punk rock kind of stuff. They have pivoted as of this album, and they have pivoted hard. They have kind of turned into that poppy sound. Yes, and that's what this album is. And I honestly agree with their decision because it like it fits. She fits that role, and it's. It's an amazing album. I listen to this album cover to cover, and I, you know, usually listen to my, most of my music when I'm at work and I'm working. And I can listen to this. I don't skip through anything, and I can enjoy every single song. And I'm, yeah, I, I listen to this one under my covers. Uh, and I, <laughs> wait, what? And I just had to get that in there. Uh, I listened to this one, and uh, I thought. It was gonna be terrible. I, I've I've been looking forward to your criticism on these all. I, I thought it I thought it was gonna be awful because I remember working at Target and everyone would come in and buy a Paramore album Riot or whatever the fuck it was yep, called. Yep. And it was that terrible like rock that was popular in like the early mid two thousands. Yeah, that alternative punky sound. Yeah, and I was like, Andy's a fucking idiot, just like our audience. And so I was like, man, this is going to be just awful. I don't want to listen to it, but I'm going to have to uh, just so I can have something to say. But I got to say, I started it up and it was fun. It was just a fun, like, yeah. poppy beat, uh, you know, almost going with a, a retro style. It's not quite like it, it's what's in right now. 
it's and it's a very good listen. It's just a fun listen. Yeah, it's definitely easy to listen to. Like you, it's not like you don't listen to it and it makes you angry, or you listen to it and it makes you sad, or like you're feeling any kind of like like heavy emotion. It's just like you throw it on. It's got like a lot of really happy sounds to it, and it was it was definitely a very good. Um, very good pivot as yeah. far as the band goes. I'm, I'm in, insanely impressed. I, I think I heard that a lot of people were, a lot of diehard Paramore fans were very uh, upset that they kind of pivoted this way, but I think sure. it works. I think it'll open them up to a broader audience that yeah. might not have listened to yeah. their music uh, that they used to make. Because, because I will listen to their next album. In hopes that it's something similar, even if they progress in a different direction, yeah, it'll at least intrigue me enough to give it another listen. Kind of like yeah. that. It's kind of got that like "Okay, Go" kind of sound. Uh, where do you want me to go? Okay, go. Okay, okay. go, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second on my list, uh, number two, uh, is actually a band that I had never heard of before this year. Uh, I would say before this summer, even. So, uh, my uh, good buddy Nate. Uh, who is listening right now? I guarantee it. Uh, he texted me up and says, "Hey, I have this ticket to the show in Detroit. Do you want to go?" And I said, "Yeah, absolutely, sure." And I go, "What are some of the names on on the card?" And he gives me these names. Never heard of any of these bands before. Perfect. So I'm like, "Sure, all right, I'll go with you. I'll check it out." Uh, so this was the band that he was there to see, and they were not the headliner. They were the one right before the headliner, and. I listened to them a little. I listened to a a little bit on Spotify to prepare for it, and it was it was great on Spotify. And then I go to the show, and the show was amazing. They put on such a good show. I've already seen them again in concert because they came through again, and they were the headliner this time. Oh shit! So so we got leveled out. They were at a bar. They, the, they were the, just hanging out at a bar. No, 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 no. Doing karaoke. The the, the first show is at <laughs> to Saint, their own music. The first show is <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> it's worse than having a Vegas career. The oh god, <laughs> calling you out, Britney Spears. Does she have a Vegas career now? Yep, uh, she's artist know. in residence in one of the hotels. Yep. Oh, that sounds sad as oh, fuck. Resident. She lives in a artist, hotel. Artist in residence. Does it mean you live in the hotel? Yes. That's, that sounds terrible. Sounds it's terrible. Lots of these high-end hotels do. Yeah. They have an artist in residence. The only the only exception is Penn and Teller. Well, that's the same thing. Anyway, uh, no, the first time was at St. Andrew's Hall in Detroit. The second time was at, uh, it's called The Loving Touch, I think. Skeeter's Bar and Grill. Nope. <laughs> anyway, fucking great band. And the second time I saw them, I knew all the words to all the songs. And it was a fucking blast. I was right up front singing along with the guy. It was so good. And they have since become definitely one of my all-time favorite bands. I listened to this album. and uh, What is it? I don't know if you actually said the name of it at any time. Oh, I didn't. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You've just been talking about it. (laughs) The name of this band is Have Mercy. The album is Make the Best of It. Yes. Shane, did you listen to this? Yeah, it didn't do a goddamn thing for us. Yeah, it doesn't seem like your type of music. I mean, to each their own. Anyway. I'm never. I'm not one to shit on other people's musical tastes because I know mine are fucking weird. 
but nerdcore about first person wrestling. It's <laughs> just great, man. I'm kidding myself. When you put it that way, <laughs> so good. Uh, I yeah, no, it just uh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. No, honestly, I, I I know that every everybody has their own taste. Sounds music. like ninety other things I've heard. Yeah, That's fair. The closest Not my th- type of music. The closest thing I can nail this to is like a slightly different version of Coheed and Cambria. I feel like the guy has a whiny, sure. raspy voice like I could that dude. See that comparison. It's not it's not as mathy as Coheed is. No, no, I mean <laughs> it's it's Co- just, well that just math. I know what you mean. Okay. It's just one of the closer it's mathy music. Like like the <laughs> two bo- plus two is four. Minus Three, minus one, minus three, quick math. Anyway, yeah, quite right. Um, quite right. Quick. <laughs> the mathiest of bands. I didn't hate this. I thought it was a decent listen. I, I didn't hate I, it. Like, I, don't I, get me wrong. No, no, I'm no. Not no I, I hated it. I'm not. I know. Yeah. But when I heard it, I was like, "This guy has a very unique and different voice." Yeah. The I and that one of the things that Nate told me, he's he said, "I really like this guy. He's got a very unique." Scream is how he said it. Yeah, I don't think I listen to any songs where he s- screams. Not like not like growling scream, but like when yeah. he's like projecting his voice. Yeah, he yeah he has a very unique voice and it works for the music that they play and that's I think why I make it the equivalent of Coheed and Cambria because yeah. uh, sure. I, I don't I can't foresee a different singer for that band, uh, you know, replacing him. But this was. It's solid. It was worth a listen. I'm glad I listened to it. I, I'll, if I ever saw their album or the name pop up again, I'd give it a listen. It's not something. It was just different, um, and I can see absolutely why you would like it. It seems like your type of music. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I will say I appreciate the guy's different voice and how well the music suited the style. Yeah, uh, and they really complemented each other. Did you listen to the ones I picked for you? I did. Okay. I listened to the first song, and then you recommended uh, five individualized songs, and I listened to them all. They were solid. Uh, some were hit, hit and miss. Yeah, uh, that, with me, but the album, like, there are definitely like a lot of really good albums that I listen to. Uh, they're like ten from beginning yeah. to finish. This one is like it's not that many. It's a lot of them kind of dip below. So yeah. it's not it's not a solid ten the entire row. There are some that I like more than others, and that's yeah, why yeah. I kind of picked those out for you so I could highlight the ones that I really of like. Of course, sure. But yeah, but in in that uh, in fairness to that, like everyone I think is different. So what you might think is the highlight is different for me. Right. So I think music uh, is one of the most subjective things. Yeah, absolutely. There can possibly yes. be. Except when it comes to Oasis, they suck dick through and through. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I like Oasis. <laughs> and then awful. that brings us to my number one pick. And yeah. I, I, you said something to me uh, <laughs> last, uh, what, Thursday, Tuesday. You said something to me on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this, my pick, my number one pick is an album by Iron and Wine. Of course it is. Who is a folk, they're, they're kind of like a folk singer everybody knows who iron and wine is i don't think they do i had no idea who this band was i it's i it's one guy it's just one guy he sometimes has a band he's both iron and or wine (laughs) (laughs) the name of the album is best epic and there is a reason why it is my number one pick and it it's kind of uh reminiscent of why i like paramore the best but uh you said something to me on tuesday 
I asked you if you'd listen. You go, you go. Yeah, it reminds me why I fucking hate iron wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay, so this album is called Best Epic, and it is, uh, it's folk. It's f- like folk yeah. indie music. It's it is. sure is. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Okay. I heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's he listens to first person. I know, I know. So Iron and Wine, just as a, like a little bit of a backstory, Iron Wine is s- somebody who my brother had tipped me off to uh, back when I was working at Target. Ain't nothing like your brother's tip. That's what my daddy always told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And uh, ever since he, ever since I started listening to him, they've always kind of been there in the back of my mind not in the back of my you mind you always like, have music playing in the back of your mind what I the mean, fuck's wrong with I you I mean yes but that's beside the point do, they've always do, been do, 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 I knew do. that's what you were gonna <laughs> do too they've always been do, 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 do. <laughs> Iron Wine has always been something that I could always kind of come back to and I always enjoy it and it's like if Shane, please stop. I always imagine it's <laughs> anyway Andy back to your point uh, Best Epic is kind of a pivot from what they normally, what he normally sounds like. This has more of kind of a, almost a country twang to it. It definitely did have more of a country twang than what I've heard. And I, country music is like the least, like the number, number bottom of my wanting to mm. listen to music. Number bottom. Welcome to the number bottom. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Nine, nine, nine. (laughs) Nine, 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 nine. And then there's bottom. (laughs) But when I listen to this, it's just the way that he does it is very good to me. And it's always that kind of like that mellow background music, mellow something. If I'm trying to fall asleep, it's something I listen to because it's very calming and very relaxing. Uh, see, if this, this was playing in the background on like an MTV drama series, yeah. I would 100% buy that. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is background music to tween shows. If you told me this guy was committing suicide <laughs> they have done that. I bet they have. Entire album, I would be like, Sounds right. <laughs> so yeah, this is my this is Every my song's a new suicide. <laughs> this is my number one because I can listen to this album cover to cover, and it was like it, the first time I listened to it, it got to like it stopped because it got to the end, and That's I was what happens, and I would, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I was I was disappointed because it was over. The music ends. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is bullshit. Yeah. So Nick, you listen to you what you listen to the first five songs, or did I give you songs to listen to? No, you didn't give me songs to listen to on this one. I think this was the first song, the first album. Maybe I listened. No, I will say in Slack when you said you were listening to it, you said like I'm on Iron and Wine now, and then like ten minutes later, you're like I'm on the next one. <laughs> I almost thought you gave up halfway through. Probably. Yeah, I made uh, it to maybe three I, songs. Yeah, I I don't think I listened to all five. I it's just you don't like it. Iron and Wine has never been my taste. I I don't know. Like I love acoustic. I love folk. I love dark and shit like that. But something uh, about uh, his music style it just never intrigued me. 
I will say, like like you mentioned, it did feel more like a, a country twang on this one, opposed to his other more popular stuff. Yeah, the well, the guitar does. I guess I should point that out. The guitar has a country twang to it, but his voice is still the same. It's not like, well, my boots hurt. True, true. <laughs> uh, I would probably be more into it if he was. <laughs> I don't know. It's just never been my taste. When I see Iron and Wine, I'm like, no. Uh, so I, I gave it a listen. It's okay. It's, I, I wouldn't be like, that's, that sucks like Oasis. Well, it's not as shitty as the Beatles. You know what I mean? I can't so be friends with you. I, I'd rather I've had li- this discussion with I'd him I'd rather listen times, like, yeah, to I've this than up. Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? I so, can agree with that. All right. Great. So it was okay. It was all right. Well, that's improvement then. It's okay. You <laughs> went, you pivoted hard on that. It's okay. You ended on it's okay. Because here's the it thing. It didn't start, it's okay. If it's you, not something I would ever listen to, but it's not something I would yell at coworkers. You better fucking shut that shit off or I will literally collapse your yeah, face. Yeah, it's not Kodak Black. That's true. I do tell them they cannot play Kodak Black because he's awful and he looks like a sweaty meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> he looks. If you listen to his older stuff from like around the the name of the the album's called Around the Well, a lot of his all around the well. Stop, please, <laughs> God damn, I don't do this to you. You should. <laughs> a lot of his, a lot of the songs on Around the Well are very are very basic. It it literally sounds like he like it sounds like he recorded it in a room just like this with him and a guitar. It, it's very very basic, but this has a little bit more of a production value and appreciate that struggle. That hustle. That hustle. Yeah. All about that hustle. I respect the hustle. Oh. Uh it it has a little bit more of a production value, but it doesn't get rid of this like almost like the sincerity of a man and a guitar. Sure. Yeah. So that's why this was my number one pick. Fair yeah. enough. Always appreciated how well he does. Uh, I mean, yeah, he he's a great artist. It's just not something uh, I go out of my way to listen to. But you like it better than his older stuff. <sighs> I can't even remember the last time. Like 2009 is like the last like Iron and Wine thing. I feel that was like around ever. the well. All around the well. God. <laughs> he wrote right. that song, right? Yep. Nick, what is your number three pick? Oh, you want to move on to my picks, baby? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, my The mus- Miz, six points. <laughs> my musical taste, <laughs> I feel like, is ever... It, it's tuck ever-changing, okay? <laughs> it's just... It, it just... I don't like, I hate listening. It's a bad joke. I'm sorry. I know. Talk everlasting. I get it. Uh, I hate listening. I hope you get it. You made the joke. Uh, yeah. I hate listening to the same thing over and over again. I work with a lot of people who will listen to the same shit all the time. They will put the same goddamn system of a down playlist on like every third day. And Do you want to call any of them out God, right now? I want to blow my fucking brains out hearing that shit put them on blast no i don't i'm not they don't listen to the show nobody listens to the show (laughs) um but the thing i hate is repetitiveness so it i'm i'm always trying to listen to different things so there are very little artists out there that catch my drift and for instance when there's like a new music friday on uh, spotify i will start the list i will for every song, I will click probably like a third into it. It has 
five seconds to impress me. That's it. If it can't do it in five seconds, I will click away from it. If it sounds like something I'm sort of interested in, I will click later into the song and give it another 10 seconds, and it doesn't catch me, on to the next one. Are you strict with these rules? Like, you watch the clock as you're doing this? Yeah, I'm, it's internal. How Just, much time do you have on your hands? Oh, uh, tons. <laughs> tons. <laughs> tons. You don't, don't you see how weighed down these t- hands are? <laughs> so weighed down. That's a dumb joke. That's a very Stop calling me my jokes dumb. <laughs> Stop calling them dumb. Your, your fucking faces. Yeah. Skin. <laughs> How about that for a joke? Nick, you got me. Music. Music. What's your number three? My number three, okay, is The Tallest Man on Earth featuring Y Music. Uh, I don't think it, I think that's just the title of the album as well. Uh, the artist, the primary artist, is The Tallest Man on Earth. Uh, a lot of his older stuff, I'll be honest, I don't really care for because it was roughly recorded. He has an extremely raspy voice. What's the genre? Uh, folk. It would okay. be folk. You would know that if you listened to it. Um, no, for the podcast, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be going out and listening to all of our suggestions to know what we're talking about. But in the case you have not, it is more or less folksy. Great. Uh, it's a guy a from... backhanded way to say he, that. He's from uh, Sweden. Uh, I believe it could be Switzerland. I could get it a little bit. Oh mixed yeah! Up. Welcome to Sweden. But now we are doing a skit like about Sweden. He, he doesn't talk. Because that's what we do. Like we that. interrupt our other people. You're going more <laughs> Indian with it yeah. toward the end. There. Thank you. Come again. Yeah. To Sweden. Yeah. So uh, he's Indian, but he's in Sweden. In yeah. Indian Sweden. So into uh, Sweden. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. You, you done? No. Okay, go ahead. No, go, please. No. No, no. Go. Okay, great. I I did see this guy live uh, a, a bit ago now. I have to say. You did? It was one of the best. You know what? Scratch that. It was the best show live I've ever seen in my life. Really? Period. He just has such an amazing presence and such an amazing voice that he is just he's such a good vocal range going on. Yes. Uh, this album is a cover of a lot of his older stuff that I didn't like previously recorded, but newly recorded with his tone, more toned-down vocals hmm. and also with like a very like uh, almost 50s nostalgia orchestra behind it. A lot of oboe. A lot of that, like, very oh. classic, classy-sounding, like, orchestra. Okay. Uh, it's just something I feel like you should listen to, but everything about this album is great. And it's only, like, six songs. It's not long at all. It's a quick listen, and it's just... It's it's great. It's by far one of my favorite albums of the year, and it, it was almost my number one, um, but... Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just go listen to it. It's it's really great. Yeah, so. I I enjoyed it. Okay, great. <laughs> I wow, I it didn't do much for me. <laughs> it doesn't sound. You listen to first person rapper. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was okay. It it. I don't know. Cool. I just couldn't get behind it. All right. I love Man, I giving feedback and then receiving almost nothing in return. <laughs> Thanks, guys. 
I uh, gave you the same amount I gave him. That's true. Good on you, Shane, for <laughs> keeping it even. Just saying. I'm consistent. Uh, my number two uh, would be, uh, I think, I never looked up how you would actually say it. Uh, it's spelled M-U-N-A. Say, say Muna. Yeah. I would say Muna, too. Muna. Muna. Uh, it's called uh, uh, Muna About You. Who? Uh, about the letter about you. Me? You. About you. Oh, shit. Uh, it came out uh, early this year, I believe. The single came out uh, late last year, I Disqualified. think. Disqualified. Great. Take it off the list. Okay. It's a single, not the album. And, Everything uh, minus that single. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a three-piece band. They're all females. Uh, the lead singer has uh, a fairly unique voice. Once again, is yep. something that has to be intriguing about music to me is it has to catch my eye and sure. there's there's poppy songs there's sad songs mm-hmm. fun songs I, I, the, all around this album is just a good listen variety of music. yeah it's a variety yeah. even some of my favorite songs are later on the album so if you only listen to the first five uh you might not have caught some of them but all around, I thought this was a solid album. It's I'm not sure how I would pin it. I would say pop, it's like almost synth pop. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but even like some of their live videos that they're doing, they seem to kill it. Um, and like I said, it's just three chicks just killing it, man. Yeah, I actually uh, I put this on while we were doing Overwatch on Tuesday. Yeah, and I. I enjoyed it. I I thought it was very good. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely what I like to listen to while playing Overwatch, while playing games with you guys, because I always try to put something in the background just to kind of kill the dead silence. Yeah. Of my personal aloneness. Oh God. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, this was really good. I enjoyed. I really liked the sound to it. I, I definitely. I turned it on and like almost immediately, I was like moving my head yeah. along with the beat. It had it's, a very good like rhythm right away. Yeah. And if something makes me move, I'll instantly like it. Yeah, and uh, it's definitely hitting all sorts of moods and uh, and whatnot through and through. So this was one of the albums that when I first heard the song and I heard like that five seconds i let it keep going yeah so it i i definitely really dug on this album a lot and i've listened to it many many times and nice. made my spotify like rap list you know your top favorite played songs and stuff like spotify. that i get it shane google music uh let me tell you about google music. i didn't realize no. eminem was released early on google music oh anyways yeah. uh Spoilers. my number one yeah, let's talk about your number one, Nick. My number one <laughs> is a different type of, you, of beast. You don't say. I do uh-huh. say. That's a word you could use. Okay, so let's let's say what it is. Okay, so the artist is called, uh, from what I gather, Sontag Shogun. Okay. And the album is called Patterns for a Resonant Space. What's the, what's the genre, Nick? I would say ambient. I would agree for with sure. that. I would have just said noise. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fair. That's very fair. Sounds. I was waiting for like something. Something. The music to start at some point. And then then I was three tracks in and then I stopped (laughs) listening to it. That's exactly where I was with it. This is enough. For for me, I, I almost feel like 
other people have ruined music for me. <laughs> because what I will listen to at my desk is the 10-hour play loops of what it's like to be in a space station. And it's just the hum of a space... It's just... It's they not, make white noise machines. It's not you know white that, noise. Right? Pink noise is it even oh, deeper decibel. Pink noise. Yeah. Apparently, it's also the sound of what you would hear in the womb. In the womb. In the womb. Uh, is pink noise. Are you okay? I'm dying. <laughs> this album... This isn't music! This album... I See, I think it is, but in perspective, I have started to compose music myself. Yes. Lately. Yeah. And I am very drawn to this ambient category. So... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying sure. it is not bad by any means. It is very well made. It's unique. It's very unique. Yes. And it's very well done. And it's not. It's God, not. You sound like an asshole right now. You know that, right? <laughs> and it's not. It's not like noise. Like somebody just who walked up to a piano and just started smacking no, all the keys. No, they went up to an ambient noise machine and smacked the keys. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I literally, I, I turn, so I listen to music when I'm yeah. cooking. I turned the sound when I was cooking dinner the other night. Good luck making that out from <laughs> what you were doing. <laughs> Did you even know it was on? <laughs> I, I turned the whole. I'm pretty sure that's one of the tra- one of the tracks on this album. <laughs> I turned it on and like I, I started cooking and then I start going and then I go I go fuck how long is this goddamn intro and I looked and I was five tracks in yeah and I was like oh no 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 and I switched it immediately. There's all uh, if you pay attention to the actual like track list it will tell you. Almost what noises they're they're using, uh, like one is like rice, and you can tell that one of the noises is that they're using like a bag of rice to. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's it is a culmination of of noises. Nick, you said you hate ASMR. I don't like ASMR. This is literally ASMR it's the not, album. It's not at all. Stones throw, friend. No. I can't throw a stone, so I don't know what you mean. But uh, I got kidney stones up the wazoo. Uh, but this is, it's like noise with ambient white or pink noise, then throw a little bit of piano on it, and then multiply that by like eight tracks. And there you go. And it's different noises. It's like inaudible people in the background talking this is what abstract art sounds like but it's usually also yes it's also emotional to me and it's also like very uh almost bleak sounding it's very bleak sounding i agree which i like i don't know i i'm not gonna they came out next year and we're like we were just fucking with y'all yeah i could see that yeah, this in is, a way, this too. is Florida all over again. But, but they have. Is this, is this your real pick? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. But if you listen to their past four albums, they're all like that. I don't I doubt mean, that. I respect the hustle, <laughs> but well, see, here's the thing: the thing. Is they're not even popular. Like you're and right, I, and I can understand why for very good reason. But there is something so compelling about. The composition. I don't know. Like I said, is very it's very masterfully done. Yeah, I don't like it. It's it's not music to me. It sounds. Yeah. I mean, uh, once again, 
music is incredibly subjective. If you were to tell me that this was the score to some romance comedy, see, and that's I would be on board. See, I'd like, be like, okay. What almost like made my list was like Hans Zimmer's score for Dunkirk, and really all that is it's the same is thing. Noise, yeah. Any kind of score is the same thing. It's yeah. just literally it's like one violin for like twenty minutes. Yeah, and I'm very, yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm much more attracted to that than people's you know choice kodak black yeah kodak sweaty meatball (laughs) um so this album is not for many yeah uh but i think it's a great view on how i would like to compose eventually i could see that so yeah so before we make any kind of decision honorable mentions oh me and andy have some i don't think shane has any shane do you want to honorable mention anybody do you want an honorable mention? Big check. Man's not hot. Man's not hot. Man's perfect. not hot has been stuck in my head for the past few days. The and perfect, I hate it. the perfect thing to come out of a comedian on a freestyle BBC radio yes. show. Yeah, I told Andy this in the car as we were driving over, listening to it, because of course we were. You're talking about Big Shack. Man's, Man's not, not hot. hot. Correct. The single. I've, I've gone from ironically liking it to legitimately liking it. I want him to make more. It's, yeah. Yes, I absolutely do too. I so, would listen to more Big Shack all day. So that's, uh, you don't know have anybody else? Mm, music's terrible. Got it. Stop listening to it. Go ahead, Nick. Brother right. Jewels 3. Yeah, I mean, a great album though. <coughs> um, Yes, I have three honorable mentions. Uh, One, and yeah, I'm sneaking it in as a la- uh, late 2016 release. Ooh, just as an honorable bitch. mention. Ooh. Honorable uh, mention is mentioned, so don't spend 20 minutes talking about it. Absolutely. Uh, it, the artist is LP, just the letters L and P. It yep. is a woman who I'm going to say doesn't exactly look like a woman. Oh, it's not LP? Yeah. It's a- LP. L. Oh, got P. it. I was confused. Me yeah. too. She has one of the most unique voices I've ever heard in my life. If you, it, for the love of God, you should mm. listen to mm. at least the title track of this album, "Lost on You," because the album is called "Lost on You." Uh, but man, that voice is crazy. Uh, another song by her that is amazing that came out I think two years ago is called "Tokyo." She hits some goddamn notes on there, and she does it live, and it's fucking impressive. Check it out. She's different. Uh, next would be Big Sean's I Decided. He is from Detroit, right? Big Sean? Pretty sure he is. Great. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. The first four <laughs> tracks on this CD are amazing. After that, it kind of falls off, but I really, really dig the first couple tracks of Big Sean's I Decided. <laughs> okay. And then <clears throat> lastly, honorable mention is the great Kendrick Lamar. From Detroit, yes, he is. Uh, yes. Uh, Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, his album, Damn. Yeah. Through and through, Kendrick Lamar <clears throat> is an amazing rapper. Yes. Slash poet, I would call him. Yeah, I could agree he with that. I haven't is, listened to this album yet. It's good. He, he's so good. It's okay. good. He's so good. You should check him out. He is worth a listen. We listened to it backwards? I haven't. Should I? Apparently, yes. He built it in such a way that it tells a story frontwards. Oh. And it tells a completely different story when you listen to it in reverse order. He, he's so fuck- Which is fucking crazy, no, he's, but He's so cool. talented. He, oh, 100%. He, he's incredibly talented. Andy, yeah. what are your mentions? Uh, Animal mentions I have, Newfound Glory makes me sick just because it's a Newfound Glory album in 2017. Sure. You guys have been going strong for over 20 years, which is crazy. I saw him at Warped Tour. You would say strong. I wouldn't. I saw They've been at, going. I <laughs> saw them at Warped Tour last year, and they were fucking amazing. Like my car. 
It does it. <laughs> uh, Passion Pit, Tremendous Sea of Love. This is another one of those albums that's not for everybody, but I fucking dig it. Love anything made by Passion Pit. And surprisingly, no, not Armpit. Oh, yeah. And surprisingly, this one that's, almost made... That's the next album is from uh, Sontag Shogun. It's them just armpit <laughs> farting, farting into a mic. For 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, this one was very close to bumping out Paramore, but Sia's new album, Every Day is Christmas. Just because Sia is just so fucking bizarre to me, and I sure. fucking dig her music. All right, music. It's happening. So, do we want to try and pick somebody, or we want to just leave it at three, no, three, 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 number, three ones. number ones? Three. Th- those are our sketchy awards for music. Uh, one thing I did want to point out on... Suntag Shogun's website, they the genre they ascribe to themselves is lala noise. Lala noise. Lala noise. Like lullaby, but oh, lala noise. Lala noise. I could easily I fall asleep to it. That's their self-ascribed genre. Lala noise. All right. Next up on the docket, we have our favorite streamer. Yeah. Of 2017, Shane is going to be exempt from this because he only wrote lame. It's true. I know so in case you don't know what we're talking about, no, we're not talking about streamers you have at a birthday party. We are talking about Twitch streamers. Twitch streamers, YouTube streamers, any kind of person streaming a video game or whatever. Nick, do you want to go or do you want me to start this one? Uh, I can start it. I don't think I've started one yet. All right, so go ahead. why not? Okay, so... And number three, I have a streamer called Safe House, and it's not a person so much as what seems to be uh, like an apartment or a loft that is filled with a bunch of t-shirts all over the walls, and they have just a bunch of bands come and play. They're not name bands or anything like that. I assume they're local people who come in and they just fucking jam, but the quality is actually really good, and they have a multiple cam setup, and and everything is just well put together through and through. So it's just primarily music, and mm-hmm. just random people who come and play, but they're all very talented musicians. They're not like the people you would find at the coffee shop that just walk in. And they just play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Safe house on Twitch. I, I would assume all of these are on Twitch, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. One, one of mine is a YouTuber, but... Okay. Uh, should have guessed. Uh, Safe House. Well, no, he streams on Twitch, but he posts sure. videos to YouTube. So, uh, so yeah, Safe House, all one word. Check it out. If I will you check just, that out. That you, sounds interesting. Yeah, it's just got really interesting musicians that you would have never heard otherwise. Uh, second, he is a close friend of the show. He's been on in a few times. Brad Bravely. He plays some of the weirder games. Yeah, I he think. plays some oddball games. He does, and he uh, he plays a lot of uh, games that uh, are just kind of fun to watch. He's very personable, and he will talk to you in the chat. Go there, have fun, and uh, see what he's up to. Uh, and last, but definitely not least, because he's number one, so really he's <laughs> the leastest. Uh, the doc. Oh, my God. Dr. Disrespect. Okay? This guy takes streaming to a different level. He embodies what streaming can be. 
and what a good streaming personality is. Not just some douchebag in a NASA t-shirt in front of a green screen playing Overwatch with a few of his drunk buddies having some <laughs> gin and tonics. Um, Sounds like somebody on my list. But he he is what uh, he is what embodies what streaming could be for a lot of people. However, I feel like he's the only one who's mastered it. I feel like he is the only one who has truly taken it to the next level <clears throat> and just created an alternate persona that is just magical to watch mm-hmm. and some of the most ridiculous shit and he deserves well not only does he is he that person but he's extremely good at the games that he plays he is he's a very talented gamer he is he's just very talented overall and he deserves the money he is making off of twitch and his sponsorships he is great dr disrespect andy all right so my list we're gonna start off with my number three and i put this on here because if you were to tally up all the streamers that i've watched this person would be at the most watched because i always put him on when he's on so that he gets that that number another view another view view. (laughs) another view in the pocket and that is our very own nick haynes kissing my dad on twitch thank you and you're and honestly i love your stream because you're almost always streaming when we're playing. Yeah. And when we're playing some pretty fucking, like a lot of times crazy shit will happen. And I love to go back and to relive that. And it's fun to see the games that we're playing from a different perspective. Sure. And Brad always drops into our stream. And yeah. you have that one other guy who is always in the stream as well. Yeah. And it's, I, I enjoy your stream. Your stream is very, it's it looks very good. You've added the green screen to it. It's very good. You made my list. Thank you, thank oh, you, thank shit. you. I've 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 tried to up my game. I like thinking back to a year or even two years ago when I saw Twitch. I was like, I don't know how you would do that, but uh, but thank you. I I hope more people join in. You should watch Kissing My Dad on Twitch. You can watch us play games. Next up. Next up, we have he. This is the YouTuber. Uh, okay. So he he makes YouTube videos where he plays games. A hilarious personality, though. Uh, guy goes by the name Robaz, R-O-B-B-A-Z. Yep. His real name's Robert. Uh, is a, some Swedish dude who plays video games and posts online. And he's not, and he's like always playing like these oddball games. So he's the one that tipped me on about uh, My Summer Cars, the game sure. I talked about uh, episode earlier this year. Um, he plays games like. Um, that what's that roller coaster tycoon roller roller coaster planet or something yeah planet coaster coaster. planet coaster that's That's what it is he plays that he plays other simulator games and he's fucking hilarious just his the way and he never shows his face so he doesn't do face cam he doesn't show his face in his youtube videos and it's just his personality is very infectious and he's he's got just like a very uh, a funny persona about him yeah i I have something very infectious too is it gonorrhea no, but it is not my personality either. Okay. <laughs> it's the equivalent of a sea cucumber in your lower intestine. In your lower fridge? Yeah. <laughs> my number one is yours too, Dr. Disrespect. Aww. This guy, I, I, you nailed it. He took, he took something that was already there and he changed the way that it's done. And he changed it and he turned it into something more. 
And that's what I think. Twitch has been just some dude playing a game and maybe it's like NASCAR. You go and you're like, God, I fucking hope there's a crash. Yeah. And so like when you're watching Twitch, it's just some dude playing a game. And then some, maybe sometimes something funny will happen, and you'll get to see the reaction of the guy, yeah. and you'll get to see the thing in the game happen. But the doc has just taken this to a whole new level, where he has the the, the he acts, he is the guy, he is the doc, he is he, the crash, he he is the crash. It's like crash the entire time. It's, it's like just, crash the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and like he's just got this this Which in, one. The two emotional drama one. Oh, not the people get off by crashing cars to each other one. No, that's no. way better. So it's just nonstop. Like it's his acting and his react, his reaction to stuff that happens in the game is priceless. When he wins a game, he fucking wins a game. And yeah. it's like, and you're sitting here like, like you're excited for him. Not only that, his production value has, Oh, it's immaculate. Um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. He has like weird backgrounds of like his palace and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. He he takes the comedy aspect to a whole new level and you're like, I need to learn how to do that. It's but, it's like it's he, funny without trying to be. Yeah, and I, I feel like since he's changed it so much, anyone else who tries to do it, I feel is gonna just be labeled a knockoff. Exactly. It, it, it's it's hard to compete with the two time. The two time. <laughs> Back to back, 1993, 1994, Blockbuster video game champion. Absolutely. So the sketchy award for streamer is just going to go straight to disrespect. Oh, absolutely. The doc. We love you, doc. Uh, please come down to get your reward. Yeah. We will hang out. We'll give it to you two times. Yeah. Me and Andy. Oh, yeah. We'll give it to you. One in the front, one in the back. Ooh. Gag. Oh, yeah. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this part of the sketchies our sketchy nonsense award this is part one it's part one this is part one in the bags we we got a whole lot of we got a whole lot of business to cover including mm. our favorite tv shows our favorite movies what what else we uh our favorite porn sites favorite our favorite games, video yep. games and a few of our letdowns and a mm. few of our letdowns so stick around <sighs> Oh, and also your categories that you guys chimed and, in and with. We're going to cover your categories, Dang. too, in part two. But, you know, most of all, just stick around for some more sketchy, sketchy nonsense. nonsense. Go fuck yourself.
So just in case you're <laughs> listening to our podcast and someone happens to be choking next to you, yeah. you can listen to that and do CPR to the rhythm. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. We're saving lives here at yeah. Sketchy Nonsense. Saving One lives. podcast at a time. Yeah. One see me at a time. <laughs> see me save lives. <laughs>